0: From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you ready? Ladies and
1: gentlemen. This is Roz yes. and Mocha.
0: <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going
2: on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. This is Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris.
3: Celestia is You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My, my boys Roz, Roz and, and, Mocha. and Mocha.
2: The Roz and Mocha
4: Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite?
3: Roz. And
0: Mocha. I It's Mocha. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow!
1: You
0: just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it
1: up. You guys are awesome, man. Woo! This is the Roz and Mocha
5: Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Uh, so Disney Plus is a thing. It's happening, everybody. Mandalorian episode one's all up there. Uh, the next episode, I think, drops on Thursday, and then the uh, next Thursday, and then the next Thursday, oh, and I then they wait. throw in like a Tuesday, I think, in there at some point. I don't know. I'll tell you what I don't like about Disney Plus already.
4: I already <laughs> signed up. Come on, man. <laughs> I spent my eighty nine ninety nine for the year. I
5: know, and you showed me what it looks like, and it's already angered me.
4: It's already angers you.
5: Yeah, it already. Why? Does. Yeah. Ah, here we go. <laughs> Hashtag. Okay, boomer. Okay, well, let me hear it. So, I'm I'm fine with the uh, I'm fine with the content. I'm fine with paying for services. I pay for too many services anyway. Sure. I. But- don't. okay, and I'm even fine with them taking away our love of binging where they're no longer releasing shows all at once. It's now week by week. That's the new way the world's working. Suck on it. I'm fine with that. I can adapt. I can go back to the old ways. <laughs> uh-huh. Here's what I can't stand. Okay. Tell me. I don't know why everybody decided that the menus for movies and TV shows gives you like six in a, in a line in a row, and then you have to like hit the arrows to get more that are hiding off my screen. Like Netflix started doing that and it's infuriating. And then everybody else started doing that. Everybody now because you have to scroll no, because it makes no sense. That way of searching makes no sense. And especially because some stuff in row one is going to show up again in row four. Right? Don't do that, man. So I don't just give me everything on one page. I'm fine. Like the world that we forever we lived with on your screen. You scroll the whole screen up and the whole screen down. Yeah. Everything's there. You can go deeper and deeper and deeper. That's fine. This but this bet. this idea of hiding things where then I now have to hit an arrow and just scroll that way angers me. It's inefficient. Wow. And- Am I alone in this, man? I think so. That I don't know why. That, <laughs> I don't know why somebody <laughs> said this is the way streaming services are going to look, and then everybody else was like, "Cool, we'll do that too." It's guess, not good. I guess I've just ad- adapted, or it
4: doesn't. It doesn't bother me because I stream so much. No, I
5: can't stand it.
4: Like when I go to the Star Wars section of Disney Plus. Yeah. Rather so.
5: Yeah, yeah, look so at the, no so it's, it's not scrolling good, side man. to side. Why aren't those you like all just that. stacked up on top of each other? Well, like listen man. It should be. That makes no sense. The go, scrolling makes go no work sense for Disney then. And tell the app developer how to But it's not fix Disney, it. it's all of them. It's all of them, man. It's Netflix, world, it's Amazon. You know, send an email. It's Disney. It's whatever that other new one is. Cooly, whatever that one's called. <laughs> 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 anyway, okay. Anyway, anyway, Disney Plus. It's happening. Okay, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's here. You, you'll enjoy it. And can I tell you another thing? Ah, uh, here we go.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah. Okay. Hold okay. On. Let me sit down for this. As children. Yes. Okay. As children, we learn. Uh, that being that that no is fine. Okay, you can ask for something, and when somebody says no, you learn that that's okay. People are going to say no to you in this world. Let me tell you something: when you're on a streaming service, okay. if I search for something, yes, don't autofill the exact thing that I'm searching for, and then give me a bunch of things that are not that that you may think that I'm into, right?
4: Or if it doesn't exist on the it platform. It doesn't exist
5: on the platform, but it autofills The search Netflix auto-fills. Does that. Yes, I know. Like the other day, I went searching for Back to the Future. Yes. And it auto-filled Back to the Future, yes. and, and that, I clicked on yeah. it. And, but what, and what popped up? Like like other some other stuff. some other Michael J. Fox movie that you didn't want to watch. No, just other stuff
4: that's not related to Back okay. to the Future, because right. Back to the Future trilogy is no longer on Netflix.
5: Right, but they're giving you stuff that maybe you think. Yeah. Oh, we know you want Back to the Future, but what about watching this? No, just say no. Just say no. Okay. We're God. fine with no. All right, we get it. <laughs> also, yes, okay. Uh-huh. On Amazon, <laughs> there should be a different category on Amazon because uh-huh. what happens when you search on Amazon Prime is that I'll search for something and it will be there, and I'll click on it like I do everything else. Yes, but it'll t- it'll be from a different portal where I then now have to pay for that thing separately. It's from a different service. Okay, don't do that either. <laughs> okay. Anything else? No, I'm good now. Yeah, also on Amazon, <laughs> okay. wow. on Amazon, on Amazon, are you serious? Yeah, on Amazon, when you search for things, uh-huh. okay, sometimes the French version will come up and they only have the French version. Oh, don't bonjour, put, bonjour. Don't put the English version, if I want to search the French version of something, I will search specifically for the French version of something. Don't, if I want, if I search for Groundhog Day in English, uh-huh. okay, I don't want your, I don't want the French version of Groundhog Day because it looks the exact same. It doesn't even say Groundhog Day in French. It says uh, like Succubus. Yeah, until you click on it, and then it's it's bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I think I'm done now. What are the texts saying? (laughs) Roz is so triggered.
1: (laughs) Here we go. go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So the
4: text rolling in at 925555. Uh Uh-huh. All right? Yeah. Somebody give Roz a hug. (laughs) Although, I will say, there are a lot of people who agree with you, Roz. Thank you. I'm with Roz 100%. Uh, I agree with Roz. It's so annoying to scroll sideways. I use Netflix on my iPad just to find a movie because it has the old layout. New Netflix is trying to be extra, and I'm not having it. Thank you. Another text. Yes, Roz. Preach. Thank you. Get out of my head. Yeah. Uh, Roz is so right. So frustrating. Keep it simple. Telling you. I'm 100% with Roz about everything. Holy ranting Roz, somebody peed in his Cheerios this morning. Hold on now. Somebody else wrote, Netflix needs to change the search engine. Somebody else wrote, I'm 30 years old, and I agree with Roz. It drives
5: me bananas. What is the fact that you're 30? Like there's some sort of big difference between the two of us? Another person wrote and said,
4: make sure to remind your ranting boomer he gets 10% off at Bulk Barn tomorrow with the rest of the seniors. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, do you mind if we go back to a couple of comments that we're getting? Uh, texts, actually, at nine two five triple five about your rant earlier on uh, all streaming services and Netflix uh-huh. and Amazon and searching and what you can get and what you can't have access to. 925 mm-hmm. uh, Somebody wrote, calm down, Ross.
5: Wow. Somebody like else that. wrote,
4: yep. Um, somebody else wrote, I agree with Roz on being angry with streaming services, hiding everything. Somebody wrote simply... I hate the arrow.
5: Yes. Thank you. I hate the arrow. I like, didn't realize. Swiping is the reason I'm not on Tinder. I didn't like, realize. Like, I'm not a fan. Uh, what about being in a relationship with your girlfriend? That, yes. <laughs> that should be the reason why yes. Not on Okay, Tinder. yes. That is the reason I'm not on <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> but also, I'm not a fan of swiping. I Yo, don't want to swipe, man.
4: Um, I didn't realize. See, I have no problem with any of these streaming services and the way the layout is and how i have to go and search and find oh. the only thing like i said before that i have a problem with much like you roz is that when you go and search for something it will autofill exactly what you're searching for mm-hmm. um, but specifically on netflix it won't show you because they don't have that movie or tv show or something because somebody tweeted uh, to us said, totally agree with roz additionally i hate how netflix has a sequel movie but none of the rest uh, but yeah, not the well. rest i.e rush hour three is there but not but why not one and two? Well, because
5: the, they didn't get the licensing for it, right? Like, don't get me going on that, man.
4: Uh, somebody wrote, here we go. Hashtag Ross
5: Yeah. So the other thing, okay, uh-huh. is I know that you do your best to trick me on Netflix by doing 10,000 different box covers for the same movie. Yeah. Right? Don't do that. Don't because you're just you're putting the same Is that when they put them in different categories? Yeah, but it's like they'll be they'll be one row above each other. Yeah. With just two different box covers on it, and they make it seem like it's something new. Like the box cover is gonna make me suddenly wanna watch it more than the other box cover did.
4: Um, I will say, based on all these texts, a nine two five triple five, there are more people who are agreeing with you than yeah not. Because there's I I didn't simple- realize Dude. that there was a full community out there of people who felt this way.
5: No, I get so frustrated. I get so frustrated at streaming services in the format. It's not the format that we all agreed on, right? It's not. There was a format that we all agreed on, which was everything would just be, be on one page and I should be able to just scroll through all the categories of movies that I want, all the categories of TV shows, but it's, it's they don't do it that way. They force things on you and it makes me bonkers.
4: Somebody just wrote and said that Ross ruined Netflix for me. Oh. Oh my God, this rant is literally the best. Right,
5: okay. Also, my Netflix is ruined. I have, start, I have to start a new one. What do you mean? My profile is ruined. How? Because it's soiled. With what algorithms?
4: Oh, because all the, like the prison stuff that you watch. Yeah, and yeah. Because that's like so- really dark kind of yeah. documentaries.
5: Yes, right. Like my, um, my Netflix is so soiled with just violent content that it's almost unsearchable now.
4: Really? Yeah, almost. You know almost what you're have unsearchable? to. You have to log into your account on a computer, go in and clear your entire history, right. And start fresh, or God. delete your profile and create a brand new profile.
5: Yeah, so I go on Catherine's. I'll tell you that my problem is this though. I could go on easily and delete my everything, my my watch history, right? But you know what's going to happen is then I'm going to start scrolling through Netflix and they're going to be like... This serial killer from 1975 was never caught. And I'm going to be like, oh my God, this looks interesting. And I'm going to watch the thing that I already watched that ruined my Netflix <laughs> the first time. <laughs> I need to know what I've watched.
4: Okay. I'm going to end <laughs> on this last text at 925
0: Yeah, Roz's kryptonite is streaming services.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
4: Dan Mori and his husband, Dan and Matthew. <laughs> Straight up nonsense yesterday, last night. What was going on in the condo? Uh, eating chips. Oh, okay. You know, every now and then people will get the, uh, you'll see on online, someone will do the one chip challenge. The super which, hot chip? Yeah. We've done that before, Maury. It did not go well for you. It went terrible. Maury lost like his taste buds for a couple of days. Yeah. So then
5: Maury brought home not one, but two of the chips. How do you say it? Is it is it the same company? Is it is it Pocky? Yeah, P-A-Q-U-I? And decided it would be a great idea to ask Dammit
4: Matthew if they could do the one chip challenge together.
5: To what, warm up?
4: Listen to this. Here's how he tries to convince him.
2: Okay, we are going to do a challenge mm-hmm. because it is the cold, one of the coldest nights of the year. Oh, so I'm going to no. warm things up, mm-hmm. and I love our relationship. Okay, here we go with the okay. pun. Pun number one. Here we go. We are no doing way. the no. one chip I'm challenge. No, we're doing the one chip no. challenge. Well, I'm not, Maury. Why? Because you don't know anything about the one chip challenge. I do.
4: I I've seen this box before. <laughs> I've seen videos, like I'm telling you, that's I'm funny, I'm insulted, and you can bleep that, that you would even think that I would
5: dare do this with all the issues that I'm I've been had. am <laughs> insulted. I'm
0: insulted
5: with all the issues that I've had. Poor Matthew. No, like putting it out there. God, gotta live with you. <laughs> so what happens? You didn't do it? No, No, you Matthew didn't, didn't. but oh, Maury. No! Maury saw it I'm not going to a hospital tonight
4: because you're dying of Something. Or, I'm serious. Don't complain to me. Do not complain to me if you have issues. <laughs> it's oh, smell it. You're not smell. eating
5: the whole thing. At
2: least smell it. I mean it smells like a normal like Dorito. Do you want to take a bit? Okay. No. Oh no. Okay. Oh no. you ready? Oh no. Are
4: you crazy? Are you insane? Oh, if you're on the toilet with the <laughs> you better clean it right after. I mean, <laughs> you're lying. I know you're lying. No. Oh my
2: god. Oh my god, it's burning. It's burning. I think water's the worst thing you can do. Well then, why are you taking it away from me? <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, it burns every minute, every second, it burns! Oh!
4: (laughs) I don't think you should be drinking water, I think the water- more-
2: wooden floors! (laughs) That was hell! My lips! (laughs) They're red! My lips! It's burning from the inside. (laughs) In my eyes. (laughs) Can you just give me some more orange?
5: (laughs) Yeah, your is going to hurt pretty soon. (sighs)
2: What
5: do our neighbors think?
4: (laughs) There you go. David Mori doing the one chip challenge from his very supportive
0: husband, David Matthew. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
4: If part of your job requires you to hire people or interview potential candidates for a position, you're gonna love this. Okay. A Reddit user asked this question. Hiring managers, what was your most what the F is wrong with this person moment you've had during an interview? (laughs) All right, hit me. (laughs) He was naked during the interview, so we declined. When we brought up his video feed, he was laying in bed, (laughs) nude. (laughs) Hiring for a senior dev position. Had a telephone interview, and she seemed confident and competent. So I flew her down for an on-site interview. She wanted a corporate limo to pick her up, and nothing else would do. Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow. I asked... How well do you interact with people? He said, I used to be a bouncer, so I know how to deal with people. <laughs> I immediately said, Okay, this interview is over.
3: <laughs>
4: I asked an applicant what kind of hobbies he took part in, and he told me he collected random things that, quote, pretty women threw away. <laughs> when the interview was over, I called the police and gave his resume to them. <laughs> Another person wrote, uh, to start the interview, I asked him to tell us a little bit about himself. 35 minutes later, he stopped talking.
1: (laughs) I
4: once had a candidate who came in and asked me how hot my administrator was and asked if she was single or, quote, open to Freaky Fridays. Wow. (laughs) That's bold. Uh, She listed all of her ex-boyfriends who currently work there and said she couldn't wait to see the look on their faces when she showed up to work. Oh, snap. Jeez, man. Uh, They literally answered every question. I don't know, man. Or can't think of anything right now.
5: (laughs) There was, a, there was a video that I saw a couple of weeks ago, maybe like from Dig, is that a website? Yeah. I think I follow them. And it was a video of a Skype job interview that somebody was doing with this Indian dude. Okay. And so it's the recruiter who you don't see talking yeah. and then you see the dude who's applying for the job on the computer screen in front of him. And at first when you're watching this, you think that it's just like a bad connection. But at the end of it, the recruiter calls this guy out. And what this guy who was applying for the job was doing was he was sitting in front of his computer like at home, but there was somebody else in the room who was sitting really close to this guy's computer, who was actually doing all the talking, but the guy on camera was just trying to mouth all the words. No!
4: <laughs>
5: Stop. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs>
4: again this is from reddit uh hiring managers what was your most what the f is wrong with this person moment you've had during an interview i have two more to read for you while waiting in reception the applicant wandered into the cfo's office she was on the phone so he stood in her doorway and stared at her while (laughs) she was on the phone (laughs) And finally, an applicant rang up 30 minutes before her interview saying that she was too ill to attend and that she would really like to reschedule. Not a great start, but I try to give people the benefit of a doubt. So I said she can come in a few days after she recovered. She said that wouldn't work. She had plans. So she was hoping to interview the next day. So I asked her if she was really too ill to come in for an interview, would she be well enough to do so the next day? Oh, yeah, she said, I'm not that sick. I'll be
1: fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Roz and Mocha Show on KISS.
4: All right, let's talk about eating good, like real good with Air Transat. When you fly with them, you get Air Transat's gourmet meals and breakfasts created by celebrity Quebec chef, Daniel Vezina
5: Yeah, every meal we know. Salad, it comes with dessert, glass mm. of wine. The menu is fantastic. Go on uh, online right now and check out everything that they do have to offer because I've had it and it was by far the best food on any flight I've ever taken. Uh, and this is when you fly in club class with Air Transat. However, there are always a limited number of meals that are available for purchase uh, for people who are flying to either europe or down south in economy class all you have to do it's super simple just pre-order it at least 72 hours before your flight
4: reserve right now at AirTransat.com. yeah the Ros and mocha show podcast
6: podcast
4: Hi, it's Roz Amolka. Who's this?
6: Hi, this is Vivia. So, um, I just had a quick question for Roz. It's one of those questions which is kind of insignificant, but then it kind of nods at you and you just want to know an answer, and so I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah. What is the story behind your painted toenails?
5: What is the story behind me painting my toenails? Yeah. Um,
6: Is there a story or is it just something that you like to do?
5: No, I have... I will say this. My toenails... Have been painted in one way or another. Like maybe I went like a brief little couple periods of maybe a few months of my life, but I have been painting my toes since I don't even know, like the the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah.
4: Okay. Roz and I have been doing this show for over 10 years now, and I've never known Roz to not have his toenails painted. And if I were to ever see like your natural toenails, I think it would weird me
5: out. Me too. (laughs) um so i because i was like a total like glam rock 80s kid right so i had like i even in the the late 80s 90s i'd go out i'd have like makeup on like all this stuff spandex toy pants lots of chains like all that stuff and then and then (laughs) shut up okay and then slowly over the years as you sort of you know grow up and grow out of things um, right. All of the other stuff kind of disappears. But for me, the toes were something that just never went away. I always love just painting my toes. And now that, we, that. And, and now and now Roxy paints it. I remember years ago, like this is how crazy it was. Years ago, the Globe and Mail interviewed me. There was a half page story in the Globe and Mail. Um, about guys who like wear makeup or whatever it was. It was like at the time when people were going on about like metrosexuals and all this stuff, whatever that even means. Um, but they they came and they took a picture of me in like a suit with my shoes off and showed my toenails painted because it got out, I don't know how, that I painted my toenails. Yeah. And the reaction to this story was horrific. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like I got a lot of hate for it. Keep in mind this is going back like 16 years or so, okay, right? Sure. And yeah. I got and I got a lot of grief for it. And I never really understood why I got a lot of grief for it, but there were some real negative comments uh from this story. But yeah, so that's just me. I've been painting my toes forever and at the time years ago like it was i guess so significant to some people that the globe and mail did a story on it which is <laughs> wild to even think about now journalism sure it right? at its finest you know what i mean <laughs> right yeah so uh, so that's that's the story i have a few favorite colors right now uh the china glaze stuff is my favorite and uh i've had a variation of pool party which is my favorite color on my toes for the better part of like a couple years now that's my favorite one
3: amazing thank you so much for answering that yeah you got it I- divya have a
0: good day
3: you too thanks guys
0: yeah the roz and mocha show podcast podcast all right roz i
4: want to talk about a podcast review that we received apple podcast is where we get these from thank you to everyone uh, who've been leaving your reviews and of course all of your five-star ratings we love 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 them uh this one is titled bathroom meetings okay hey roz and mocha i must say it's dope that you guys started this podcast I've been listening to you guys for about eight years now. When I would listen to you live, I would turn off the radio or change the station when a song came on. I only wanted to hear you guys and your conversations and the banter. You also make the long drive so much easier when I'm traveling to my professional wrestling matches. Oh, snap. Hell, I'll even sometimes listen to you guys in the car before a show to help calm down my nerves. You put a smile on many people's faces and help them get through the day. If they don't smile, they simply can't be trusted or that, or they are aliens. Shout out to Area 51. <laughs> I sadly can't pick a favorite. Mocha loves wrestling. His energy is always fire. And I, too, love (laughs) rubbing lotion on my skin (laughs) after I shower.
5: Wow.
0: Can't be living
4: that ashy life. He's the glue that keeps the show together. Roz is literally myself, which is sometimes scary. I also have, quote, bathroom meetings on the porcelain throne every morning. And it drives my fiance nuts. I love his bluntness, wisdom, and honesty. And then in brackets, he put, take notes, Maury. He's the backbone that the show needs. Damn it, Maury. Never mind. My meeting is done. (laughs) Love you all. Keep doing what you do and don't ever change. Signed, The Night Train, Justin Sane. Justin Sane. On the phone with us right now is Justin Sane. What's up, dude?
5: Hey, what's going on?
4: The Night Train.
5: (laughs) 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 <laughs> all aboard So you're a wrestler, huh?
7: <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, you just
5: say all aboard yeah. Is that
4: like your thing? All aboard
7: the night train Yeah, all aboard the night train
4: No, no, but like when you get in the in the ring Or like when you're cutting a promo Do you always like start or end with all aboard?
7: Oh, usually when I get in the ring I spit the water up, Triple H style I scream to the fans all aboard the night train Then usually at the end of the promo I scream I was night train. So, well, my train. <laughs> uh,
5: so what's your what's your deal? How old are you? How long have you been wrestling? And is this your full time thing, or do you have like a secondary life that is a little bit more normal?
7: Uh, I would love for this to be the full time thing, but yeah. unfortunately, wrestling doesn't really pay the bills right now. Like you got to get to like the big stage. You got to keep grinding. You know. So like my um my my career right now is actually I'm a personal trainer. Okay. So, I've been training for about 12 years and I've been wrestling for 14 years now.
5: Where do you wrestle? Like, I don't even know. Like, it's where do you wrestle?
7: Um, Mainly, mainly Ontario, but sometimes you go to the States. I was in Quebec two weekends ago. This weekend, I got to go to North Bay, which reminded me I got to get my snow tires on, or I'm screwed.
5: (laughs) (laughs) And what do you What do they pay you? Do they pay you anything, or do you just do this for fun?
7: You get paid, but like, it's nothing crazy, but like it's all about the merch. right? you got to get the merch, oh, like your merch. Yeah, tag. You got to get out there. You got to just all the baby steps, right? Yeah. But like, Come on, bro. I love it. Like, it's- do
4: you have like t-shirts and stuff? Of course. Will you send me one? Sure. If you send me your um,
7: mailing address, I'll totally send you a shirt. No, even, I'll totally um, wear your shirt. <laughs> I mean, does it I'll look send cool? You my designs, and you can pick one.
4: So, are you a uh, single wrestler or part of a tag team? Predominantly
7: singles, but currently right now, I have a couple factions. So right now in North Bay I'm in a faction called The Reckoning. Uh so it's me and four dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, long story short, it's kind of like the nation of domination, I'm sure you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> Mocha. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what does your wife think of your, your wrestling career yeah. or your aspirations to uh to get into the biz like bigger than what you are now?
7: Believe it or not, she is hundred percent like on board with it. It's like when we first started dating, like five years four four years ago. Yeah. Um, she didn't really know much about wrestling, but she'd still come out to all the shows, try and figure it out, learn about it. And then the best part was when I came home from work the one day and she was watching wrestling. So like, she oh, actually wow. loves wrestling. Oh, does wow. i she... driving home from a show and I'd be like, yo, that match is pretty good. And she'd be like, that wasn't bad, but like, I wish she kind of did this and that a little better. Wow. And I'm like, oh, sheesh. Is, <laughs> so, it's good. It's good.
5: Does she find it sexy to see you wrestling?
7: Uh, she, she definitely likes, uh, my shorts. Like I wear like these tight little, these toy little booty shorts. Yeah. And, uh, I'm all in baby oil and stuff. I, I think she doesn't mind it. Yeah. does it like when I get in a car and I smell like another man because like we're all sweating on each other? So when
4: you are making your way to the ring, do you douse yourself in like baby oil or water or anything? <laughs> like is your body dripping and glistening as you're making your way to the ring?
7: Oh, I I, I throw on that coconut oil, that cocoa butter. You know, <laughs> just, just like just like a light layer, just a light layer. I don't need much because after two minutes in the ring, I'm already soaking in sweat. Like I sweat. Real easy. Like by the time I met the ring, I'm mostly sweating. Really? What are you? Are you like
5: a what are you? White guy, black guy? I'm
7: black. I'm a brother.
5: And how much do you weigh?
7: Uh, I weigh about 205 right now.
5: And how tall are you? Uh, 5'11". What do you bench? Like Uh, (laughs) 80-90? 80-90? What? That's not a lot? For like a warm-up? I don't know. But that's not a lot? Like, what's a lot? I don't know. I just threw out a number there trying to be relatable. What's a a number then? Give me a number. I don't know. To me, that seems like a lot of weight. Uh,
7: uh, the most like, I can do 80, 90 pounds on each arm. Oh, on the bench press, BS. the barbell. The most I've ever right. done was uh three twenty-five.
4: Oh, a
5: barbell <laughs> whatever, whatever. A barbell,
4: yeah, <laughs> alone with no weights is like forty-five pounds already. Yeah, so
5: you throw a couple, yeah. uh, a couple bricks on the end of it, <laughs> and you get yourself a workout. I don't know, man. I just listen. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to be relatable. Okay, right,
4: Justin <laughs> saying the night train. What is your finishing move? Um, I it's called death from above.
7: It's a huge pullback splash from the top rope, and I can safely say I give the best splash in the whole
5: business. Oh, okay. I'm gonna say it. Nice, wow! I can send you a clip. Wow! So you go up on the top rope, and then you jump on a guy.
7: I just jump yeah, right he flips up. backwards. I flip my legs back, and I pull them and then boom just land oof god that sounds dangerous man
5: all right the
4: night train just insane uh thank you for listening god, to the show thank you for listening to the though, uh the podcast thank you for your review oh i love it yeah thank you so
5: much no man problem. i i learned so much about wrestling today well i mean i learned a lot like <laughs> there's human beings that can lift more than 90 pounds <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
7: something bro That's something oh wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Justin before we let you go is
4: there like do you have like a catchphrase or anything
7: uh so Running a promo, usually near the end of it. Um, you remember the name of... This, you remember me? Has a smoke glowing tongue-biting, would rather die than quit, ass-kicking, son of a bitch. <laughs> Justin Sane, then all aboard the night train. What
4: That's
5: amazing, dude. That is amazing. All aboard
4: the night train!
0: Justin Sane, <laughs> thanks very much, brother. <laughs> right. Take care. Later, later, dude. Later, bro. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay,
1: so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix.
0: Roz and Mocha got you.
4: Jennifer. Hi. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. How are you today?
6: Good, how are you?
4: Doing good. All right, you are in quite the dilemma... Yeah. Uh, this is unlike any FML
5: we've ever had in the history of the Razamoka show.
3: Yeah, I figured so.
5: Okay, Jennifer, you wrote us this. Razamoka fixed my life. So, I recently moved, but only about three kilometers away, and my cat, Bob, keeps going back to our old house. It's been 2 months and we've had to pick him up about a dozen times already. I don't know what to do.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay,
5: so how old is Bob?
6: Bob is uh, about 10. He's about Oh
5: 10. no. Okay. He's got that long-term yeah, so, memory.
6: Yes, yeah, so and that our old house is the only house he knew. Right.
4: Oh
5: no, so that's literally home yeah. for him. Okay, yeah. so I will I will say this. So I have 3 cats in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so we have Pickles and we have Fig and we have Coco. Coco was a foster that we just wound up keeping. So she's never really been outside. Um, pickles Great. pickles and Fig and the other cat up, upstairs with my brother and his wife, Beans, they were all like outdoor feral, whatever, right? Yeah. And then yeah. when we brought in Pickles, she was an indoor-outdoor cat for years, right? She'd cry at the back door, let her out. She'd always come home at night and I'd let her in. She'd go out, have adventures, kill all sorts of things, Gross. Uh, bring all the dead bodies home, throw them against the back window. I knew she was yep. right. Okay. So that, that was, that was <laughs> her let life. Me in, Dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Okay. So that was her life. I will, I will say this As she got sick and she developed a respiratory problem and she started getting a little bit old and we were like, Hey, guess what, buddy? No more outside for you. Yeah. She cried at the back door for a little while, but you'd be surprised at how fast cats adapt to being indoor cats, where they will just stare out the window at birds and make that clicking sound that they do, that sort yes. of primal <laughs> hunting thing that they do, and they will live a fantastic, wonderful life, and they will not hate you for it. So I think it's time for mm-hmm. Bob uh, to, you know, be an be indoor, uh, to be an indoor cat for Aw, the rest of his Bob. little life. So,
4: Jennifer, when Bob disappears and goes back to your old place, that's three kilometers away from where you guys live now, do you get a phone call from the owners of your old... Oh, you You get get a text. And what do they just say? Like, Bob's here again?
6: Yeah, we have, like, a pretty good relationship with the people who bought our house. And, you know, the first time that happened, I said to my husband, I think he's at Lesbury. Like, uh, you know, it had been two days, so I messaged I messaged the new owner and sent a picture of the cat and he's like, Oh yeah, he's been here since yesterday afternoon. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, and where does he door. hang out?
4: Oh, he just hang hangs out in the back, back? Yeah. Oh, poor
5: guy. At the back
6: door trying to get in.
5: Yeah. You um, can't, you can't do that oh, no. because on like, here's the thing, right. Is that when you think that you let your cat out in the backyard, like I always thought that pickles would just sort of hang around, you know, the yard. Right. Yeah. Same. I just, I thought that because why wouldn't they, there's, there's lots of things to do. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. You have fun. And then I remember one time I was like blocks and blocks away and I had to go and pick something up. And then I was walking back and I saw my cat. And I'm and in my head I'm like, you just crossed four roads. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like you, scary. You just crossed too, four roads. It so, is scary. So Bob is walking three kilometers, okay, for a cat. How many roads does he have to cross to get to your old house?
6: Well, one thing that is reassuring is that there's no major roads. Like, it's all just.
5: Do the out roads out have a car them? on them? Yes. Yes. Okay. He's not on bike paths. <laughs> no. no. Okay. I
6: don't think so. I right. mean, who knows what route he's taking?
5: Did you teach Bob to cross at the corner and wait for the light? <laughs> no. No, did you did not. not. Okay. <laughs> so, Bob's got to be an indoor cat now. And, yeah. and he won't hate you for it he's gonna be fine oh
6: i think he'll hate me for a little bit
5: he'll just they they get so used to it and he's gonna he'll be yeah. like, don't worry about and it's not like he's gonna go into some deep depression or anything like that like he's still gonna be a dumb cat Yes. yeah you just okay. have to watch out when you open your back door though and your new place because he will for the first like six months he doesn't matter where in the house he is if he hears that lock on the back door or that patio yeah. door slide he will come running
4: hope that helps jennifer
5: um,
6: Okay, thank you guys. I love you guys
5: so much. I love you too. Take care. Yeah, keep your kitty inside, okay?
0: Okay, thanks. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS.
5: Can you still see likes on your Instagram? I can, yeah, why? You can. not See, because I, I, can. You know, you know when they did that in Canada, when they when they test drove it? Yeah. I think out of this crew in here, I'm the only one that lost okay. all my likes.
2: No, but hold on. On my normal account, I can, but on my doggy account, I cannot. You cannot. How many followers do you have on your dog account? 300. 300. But you can still see them. You just can't see them on anybody else's. No, on my, like, when I go to mine, it just says, at Ros Weston and others.
5: Right, yeah, but you can see your own likes. likes. Oh, I can see my own likes. Yes, Yes. yeah. So they're rolling that out in the States now, too.
4: Oh, okay. And people must be pissed, huh? Uh,
5: Yeah, influencers are. So on Friday, um, Adam Masary, who runs Instagram, announced that they were going to start hiding likes on the app uh, in the US as a way to. Their goal is to make Instagram healthier and less stressful for people who use it. Nicki Minaj posted this. Oh, God,
8: she went on a rant on oh, yeah,
5: the weekend. Okay, she goes, I'm not posting Holy. on IG after this week because they were moving the likes. Hmm, what should I do now? What should I get into? Think of all the time I'll have with my new life. And then Cardi B wrote, this is my opinion, She writes, uh, I mean, what makes you feel more insecure? Getting no likes or people constantly giving you opinions about you, your life, and topics? What would IG do? So Cardi's problem isn't the the likes. That's not where she sees the problem on Instagram. She sees the problem in the comments section. Yeah, of course. On, on Instagram. And... uh uh Masseri went on to say, what we're hoping to do is depressurize Instagram a little bit and make it a little bit less of a competition. The idea is to try and reduce anxiety and social comparisons, specifically with an eye towards young people. I'll tell you, I found it weird when they got rid of my likes for a couple days. For for a couple days. Now, it's just one less thing to look at. Like, Mm -hmm. it's... Because I'm not bothered by it. Because you can still see your own metrics. And I know that all the influencers, quote-unquote... Uh, are pissed at this because you can no longer click on their thing and see that something has 20,000 likes and then you may want to jump on that because it's perceived to be popular so then maybe right. you repost or you whatever like i get all that but it's just one less thing to look at you can still see your own metrics and then send them to anybody who you try and want to do business with a client, with, or, a whoever. client yeah. or whoever like it's not like they're getting rid of them full stop they're just getting rid of them from people's views and i don't miss it at all i actually Quite like it. Not not having likes. That
4: I noticed is that uh, you know before you'd be able to go to you go to your 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 feed right yeah and if you were to hold down like on a picture
5: right
4: you'd be able to open up that picture and then in the top right there used at least on mine there used to be an arrow where you can refresh to see likes and comments you
2: can't
5: do that anymore oh I've never done that why you pull down you just pull down that's what I do.
4: You pull down. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, yeah, And it refreshes. It just
5: refreshes, yeah. So so are you.
2: Oh, as somebody who wanted to start a business of clothing that says live for likes on it, (laughs) I'm devastated. (laughs) (laughs) But did you start that business? No, because apparently somebody said it's already out there. So again, another business venture
5: failed. (laughs) But that is not Instagram's Um... problem. (laughs) That's just the fact that you don't have original ideas.
2: No, it's somebody else's originality that. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Here
1: we go. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast.
5: All right, so here we are. Um, So Don Cherry, if you're expecting an apology from him, don't. Because you're not going to get it. Um, Mocha and I have been sitting here listening to the interview that he gave to Dammit Maury last night. And there's no apology in there at all. Um, And the story is, as you know, Don Cherry gone from Coach's Corner after... uh, jeez, man, uh, you know what he said. He was talking about poppies and Remembrance Day and milk and honey and coming to this country. And then he did the you people, which you, well, was, nobody thinks like that. Um, and it cost him his job. And there is a great number of people that feel vindicated. And there's a great number of people that were hurt by those comments that feel Vindicated and that they did the right thing, but like everything else, um, everybody's divided on this. And social media can be an ugly place. And if you look at what's trending right now, which I was two seconds ago, you know, it's all Don Cherry. Yeah, I stand with Don Cherry. You know, like it, it's a it's a it's a wild world and. Uh, And a lot of people have opinions on it, but one thing we haven't heard was Don sort of in his own words. And again, I was hoping that there would be an apology, but there's no apology.
4: Don Cherry called Dan McMory last night. Yeah. And here is exactly how the the conversation went.
2: Uh, Don Cherry, um, obviously this is a bit of a shock to you, but if you step back a minute, does it make any sense to you?
8: Makes no sense at all. Uh, I say if you if you see what I said, I did not say immigrants. I did not say uh, what I said was everybody, and I meant everybody, whether it's Scotch, Irish, uh, English, or anything. Everybody that comes to this country should honor our fallen dead, and somehow or other, it's been misinterpreted, and uh, and this is what happens. But that's uh, I listen. I I uh, I've uh, I've visited. Uh, armed forces the bases and i've been in afghanistan at christmas and i walked the walk and i meant every word i said and i don't take it back and if i have to turn into a tame robot to keep my job uh i don't think people would like that and uh, so I, I i refuse to uh i just refuse to knuckle under and mm-hmm. um and so I'm fired. Do you think
2: that it was because you said "you people"? Yeah. To anything else? Do you think- oh
8: yeah, that was that was that was the, that was the highlight of the whole, whole point. And uh, but it, you know that that's the way it goes. And I still feel everybody in this country should uh, wear a poppy to honor our, our fallen soldiers.
2: When they called you to tell you that it, that you were fired, what was your reaction? When you're like,
8: "Well, I, yeah, I I I I couldn't believe that it was happening, but." Uh, you know uh, that uh, but you have to take the bitter after 35 years uh, uh, you had a lot of you know you had a lot of fun and everything and it's too bad it's over but uh, yeah. i'm not changing i've never would change and and, and uh, that's the way it is
2: do you feel that you should apologize for any of it or nothing oh, no no
8: I, I i don't i uh, i i not at all i, I meant met every word the
2: country's completely divided in this a lot of people think you should not have been fired and the people think you should what do you want to say to the people who think that you should have been fired.
8: Em. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, um what I, what I uh, you have your say and I've had my say and um, uh, that's the way I feel about it and I, I meant every word and when I, when I said on Coach's Corner I always mean what I say on Coach's Corner there was no uh, trip on words or anything, I meant what I said
2: Did uh, Did Ron McClain throw you under the bus with his apology at all?
8: No, I, I don't want to get into Ron, Ron McClain he has to do what he has to do and yeah. I have to do what I have to do Mary, don't go too long
2: Last question for you, what do you want to say to all of your supporters what do you want to say to the people who are quite upset that you're gone?
8: Well, I want to I want to thank them very much for their emails and phone calls and and uh, and uh, I can't believe that this happened. And I want to thank them very much for watching Coach's Corner for the last thirty five over over thirty five years. I'm uh, in, in shock here, and I'm uh, just sitting down in my little office watching my goldfish and and answering. And the only guy I've, I've phoned is you. I phoned. Uh, uh, Joe uh, Joe Warmington and you so I and anybody that's persistent at you I have to do it
4: there you mm-hmm. go that's Don Cherry with uh Dan and
5: last night no apology zero apology <laughs> <laughs> well there you go take that for what it is huh here okay, we go
1: the Roz and Mocha Show
0: podcast
5: Don, Don Cherry was on Fox News last night made it all the way to Fox News and Tucker Carlson uh, talking about you people
8: i should have said if i had to come through if i had been smart and uh, protected myself i should have said everybody should be wearing a poppy yeah, like that's i went okay, that's downtown for- Trump. Yeah, and that's fair Fair enough to the whole thing. It's the uh, two words that that got it, that you people, and as you know, people are very sensitive like that, and that's, uh, they got me. But I, I listen, I was Well, they're not, I se- mean, I, term- if I just
5: clarify, they're not sensitive at all. They're fascists. They're not, they actually have no real feelings. Mm. They're faking their outrage. They're trying to crush you because they want to exert yeah. power because it makes them feel big when actually inside they're small. Yeah, you can walk back, you people, right? And you can say, hey, what I meant was everybody. That's fine. But well, you can't walk, you can't just walk back some of the words because you also said you come here, mm-hmm. which you people, you come here. That's, that's the five words, it's not just the two. It's implied right? when you say, Yeah, well, anyway. Uh, so there is here. a protest apparently happening today at around one o'clock. Um, for uh, them to, I guess, rehire Don Cherry. Hazel McCallion, former longtime mayor of Mississauga, is a uh, Don Cherry supporter, he certainly has. Clearly
3: indicated he met everybody. He certainly did not single out the immigrants.
5: Everybody, we're all immigrants. Uh, also, Don Cherry offered a job to oh, hockey commentary already. Where? Like a competing broadcaster? Of course. Uh, no, in, Ru- in Russia. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the official Twitter account of the HC Dynamo Moscow. Um, which is a hockey team, they said, hey, Don Cherry, we heard that you were fired. It's not good. This was from the verified account. Come to Russia. We need an analyst for Dynamo TV who could talk whatever he thinks. Oh, wow. We love old soldiers. (laughs) what did Don say? (laughs) And, And we will make a nice suit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Net>. <laughs> uh, so anyway the job offers are just pouring in
3: <laughs> pouring
5: in <laughs> uh, um, I don't know man I'm uh, going to stay out of it I had so much talking about John Don John Terry about uh, uh, Don Cherry the last couple of days I got nothing Don Johnson? to say yeah.
1: here we go the Roz and Mocha Show
0: podcast
4: alright a lot of people in the GTA still digging out of the uh, snow that hit yesterday <laughs> like 20 centimeters. Flurries will continue today. Won't be as bad, though. It's going to feel like minus 15, though. During the height of it all, David Morey hit the streets to talk oh. to people about the snow see if people were prepared. A lot of people weren't. I sure as hell wasn't.
2: <laughs> Absolutely, Roz. I agree with everything you uh, just I said so, nothing. I said nothing. That's fine. Do you want to say something? to? <laughs> to-
4: no? Okay. <laughs> Sorry, your comment again, Roz, is...
2: Absolutely, Roz, I agree with everything you just said We are here on the street to Toronto. Trying to warm up the city. Hi, what's your name? My name is Ronnie. Oh, Okay, you don't look like you're dressed for this weather. You know, I try to be, but it's tough. It hits you all at once, and sometimes you're unprepared. That's what she said. Do you have anybody to go home to to sort of help warm you up a little bit? Like, you look cold, you need a good cuddle. Uh, unfortunately, I don't. Thanks for the reminder, but I'm always in need of a good cuddle. Is that a, an invite? Yeah, yeah, you can take it as you want it. Okay, I'll just turn my mic off. Tell you what I'll do to help warm you up because you looks like your hands are cold. Why don't I let you warm your hands in my armpits? I would love that. Okay, here we go. Dude, why are your armpits so warm and wet? But I think we could warm things up a little bit if you and I sang a summer song. Sure. Living hot, hot, hot. Hey, hey, oh hey. hey Hot, hot, hot. Excuse me, young man. (laughs) I don't think you're dressed warmly enough for this weather. I don't don't think so. If your hands are cold, do you want to stick them into my armpits?
6: No, no, no. That's a disgusting
2: thought. (laughs) (laughs) I have an idea how we can warm each other up, though. What's your Ah. favorite summer song?
5: Hot time, summer in the city. The back of my neck is warm and gritty. You're like freezing. I
2: know, I am. Were you not at all aware that this was going to happen today? You know what's so funny? I work for the city, so yes, I was aware, and I just did not prepare. Tell you what I'm going to do. You can stick your hands in my armpits. Oh, my God, ew. First snowfall of the year. Yes. Are we celebrating or are we sad? I'm happy that Christmas is coming, and snow equals Christmas to me, and as long as it doesn't ruin my TTC ride, I'm happy. What is your favorite? You know what? We got a warm Warm things up right now for the city. Okay, so what is your favorite summer song?
5: So old school, Banana Rama, Cruel Summer. Oh, Cruel Summer. Now it's gone,
2: dude. It's snowing and you're in shorts.
8: (laughs) I'm I'm Welsh. I'm from the UK.
2: But that what that means you guys just walk around in shorts in the cold?
8: Yeah, and hug. If we get cold, we just hug the sheep. Oh, can I be the sheep? Why not? <laughs> wow, come
2: on! How do you say in Welsh, it's bloody cold?
8: I don't know, but I know the really long word, which is What
2: did you say?
8: It's, it's a place. It's uh, the longest train station name in Europe. The second longest in the world.
2: What's your favorite summer song? No, I'm going to make up my own.
5: Oh, really? Okay, what is it? Let's go. Winter is here again. Spring is gone. Summer is gone. We're still shoveling.
6: (laughs) I'm going to heat up with my body, keep warm, some nice whiskey, some nice coffee.
0: (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
5: Um, everybody, Star Wars is like all over the joint yesterday. And uh, Anthony Daniels, who, of course, was C-3PO, will be on with us after 7. He's got a new book called I Am C-3PO, The Inside Story. Uh, so, again, Anthony Daniels, C-3PO, will be on The Razamoka Show after 7 a.m. this morning, which I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. I watched Mandalorian last night. How was it? I didn't see it. I mean, it's so good. It's is Star it? Yeah, yeah. There's so much
4: I want to say, but I can't because... I don't want to, uh, for anyone who hasn't seen it, especially if you're, like you, who's a big yeah. Star
5: Wars fan, yeah. I don't want to give anything away. So are you pissy, though, that you couldn't binge it? Or are you okay with them releasing
4: uh, it you week know what? to week? I was okay. I was fine with it. Yeah. Like, I watched the episode, and I was like, I can wait a week or a couple of days. Well, you only have to wait. Tomorrow
5: night, episode two comes out. Exactly. Right? Oh, yeah. So it's
4: only a couple of days. Um, but, but that's then fine. It's I watched it but then, it's but then it's every, every week. week. But that's okay, because... I was just like scrolling through to see what else is on Disney Plus. Yeah, and it's everything. So I have more than enough um, material, film material, to to fill my time until the next Mandalorian.
5: How much of the Disney Plus catalog is not Disney, but Disney properties that they've that they purchased? So how much is there? Oh, can, can you tell how much of like the 20th Century Fox catalog they have? Like, is that noticeable or no? For me, no. No, you don't know. No. Yeah, okay. Um, but the National Geographic section
4: with all their documentaries. Yeah. Holy. Really, huh? Yeah. Watching lions
5: fighting hyenas. Oh, all dude, night.
4: it is the amount of, just the amount of stuff that they have on this yeah. platform. Yeah. is insane. because yeah, I
5: was wondering how much, the, how big of a difference it was going to be between the Disney Plus Canada and Disney Plus US, because we've talked so much about this, that they don't have a lot of the licensing rights for shows and movies, because they have the deals with those Disney channels that yeah. are run by another company in Canada, and so they still have first, they still have rights to first run on a lot of things, so there's a lot of properties that are on, like, Disney Junior, Disney X, I think is up here as well, in the Disney yeah. channel that are not going to appear immediately on uh, Disney+. But it's like Netflix
4: Canada versus Netflix US. Licensing for some of the movies or but, TV shows yeah. are a little bit different. But where- I, think that,
5: I think that that bridge has narrowed from when it oh, very sure. first started. Because when it first started, it was noticeable. Like, I remember when it first started, I used to use, like, a VPN thing and a different browser to access Netflix US because it was so different. Yeah. Now, it's like you don't hear a lot about that anymore. You don't hear a lot of Canadians being pissy about what's not on Netflix like
4: Canada. Is, give me an example of something that you may be looking for. Um, like, I have my Disney Plus open. Is here. Die Hard there?
5: Die Hard. Yeah, uh, I don't. That's a, that's a 20th Century Fox movie that they now own, right? That's now a Disney movie. Hold on, let me look. I'm trying to think die, of what else hard. because they've the story was no, that, no. When I typed in Die Hard, yeah, what came up? Uh, Chicken Little. Right. Oh, but you know what though? Maybe Die Hard won't be there because are there any rated R movies on, or is it all family friendly? No, it's got to be Disney all fa- Plus? I haven't
4: seen anything rated R. Nothing. Nothing. Maybe
5: maybe PG thirteen.
4: Maybe. Maybe. You know what is missing from here though? What's that? Uh, so they have like a full Spider-Man uh section yeah. on Disney Plus, right? Yeah. And it's got all the old like 80s cartoons and anything Spider-Man has like appeared in. Yeah. Um They have Civil War and Avengers Endgame, mm-hmm. but the other Solo Spider-Man movies, So Far From Home and Homecoming, right, are not there.
5: Well, because it's a co-pro with Sony, right?
4: But it's because it's
2: yeah, yeah with you, Sony. Can you check Home Alone? That's a Fox movie.
5: Home Alone. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with um with the with the Fox catalog, the yeah. 20th Century oh, Fox. Oh god, catalog. Home
2: Alone 1, 2 and 3 are oh, there. Oh, they're all there. Okay, ah, okay to Home Alone 3. Okay, what about Waiting to Exhale? That's a Fox movie. Waiting I, to I, Exhale. I, What's I, Waiting to Exhale? That's Waiting to exhale.
3: That's Houston. <laughs> uh,
5: Winnie Houston. Oh my God! <laughs> no, We're <it's... laughs> all hold on a second here. We've at Disney Plus twenty four hours, Maury, and you're already at waiting to exhale.
8: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Come on, man! <laughs> you're,
4: you're not going to soil my Disney Plus with this, Maury. <laughs> here
1: we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
5: Ah, Brian. all
4: Star Wars yesterday, man.
1: All Star Wars yesterday. Yeah,
5: everybody went full on with Star Wars and it wasn't just the Mandalorian that people were watching on Disney Plus. They went back and started watching all the older movies.
4: Mandalorian two thumbs up by the way. Yeah, good. Yeah, watched how joining yesterday to it. Oh.
5: And the one thing that started trending immediately was Mlaunky and Greedo. Now, why is this important? Well, because one of the things in Star Wars that has been a debate and the ire of fans for so long was that in the scene in the cantina with... (laughs) I love that you have all of this ready. In the scene in the cantina with Han and Greedo, and Han just wastes Greedo in cold blood. He just shoots him.
4: Yeah, hashtag Han shot first.
5: Han shot first. And then... uh, George Lucas went and redid it, and he had Greedo shoot first and miss Han Solo and Han shot in retaliation and wasted Greedo. And then a lot of fans were really bummed out about that. Thinking like we wouldn't notice. That we wouldn't notice. Come on, George. So everybody yesterday went and started watching Star Wars, and they realized that there's yet another change to that scene, and that was right before... Han wastes Greedo. Greedo says the word McClunky.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And everyone's like, wait a minute.
5: That never appeared in the movie before. It was never in the movie. George Lucas went in and changed it again. So what happened is that everybody then started going in on Disney. And Disney said, hey, listen, we researched this just now. Thanks, by the way. And this change was made in like 2012. Is when George Lucas made yet another change to it, and that's the movie we bought when we bought Lucasfilm. <sighs> is he gave us the copies of the movies, and that's the the latest change that he made. So here's the clip now uh, with uh, McClunky added to it.
9: Over my dead body. Yes, I bet you have McClunky. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. <laughs> okay, even the way he says McClunky, yeah. like it just sounds different no, know, from the rest of the dialogue.
5: Yeah, it doesn't sound right. Like no. nothing, nothing sounds right. Hold on here. Let me my find clunky, you this. uh
9: McClunky. Right? <laughs> like if you go back like listen to his voice, right? Yeah. Yes, I bet you have.
5: <laughs> okay, so then they went back and fans were like, um, the phrase McClunky, they say that it translates to it'll be the end of you. And that this was actually the second time it's been said in Star Wars after Sebulda threatened Anakin in episode one.
4: In Phantom Menace? Yes. The movie that everybody hated? Yes. Oh, so we're supposed that? to remember
5: that now. <laughs> that everybody Mama started country. messing with other scenes in Star Wars. What, which, what's the first one you have there? So
4: the first one is when, in A New Hope, uh, when Darth Vader and Obi-Wan meet okay. for the first time in a long time the in light- they battle right, with the lightsabers. And right before, spoiler alert, Darth Vader swipes his lightsaber across Obi-Wan's chest.
6: McClunky. <laughs> okay. Right?
0: And then the
4: yeah.
8: next
0: one, <laughs> the next one is
4: from... I guess it was Jedi. Uh, was when Yoda died in oh, Jedi. Oh, okay. And he's taking his last. Uh, spoiler alert! Right. His last breath. Right. <laughs> and right before his last breath, his his very last word is. <laughs>
5: I'll tell you. You know what I want? I want? I want a full series of. Greedo in sort of like parallel universes where he just keeps living that same day over and over and over again until he gets to the day where he doesn't die. You know what I mean? I want George Lucas to re-edit this scene a thousand more times for people. Like a Greedo Groundhog Day? <laughs> yes, I want Greedo Groundhog Day.
9: Groundhog Day
5: Greedo? Yes.
9: <laughs> My country. <donkey. laughs>
5: Right? That's what I want. I want to see this happen a thousand more times to just keep trolling fans.
9: <laughs> My <donkey. laughs> Here we go. Go,
1: go. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. I'm
4: so excited we're going to finally talk to C-3PO again. <laughs> He's been on the show before, but uh, Anthony Daniels, a.k.a. C-3PO, has a book, and I'm surprised that this is the first ever kind of memoir that he's put out. It's called I Am C-3PO, The Inside Story. Anthony Daniels, it's Ron Zamoka. How are you?
9: I'm good. I'm sitting here all warm and snug looking out at the snow. I love it.
5: Anthony, I'll tell you, you know, with everything and all the anticipation for the 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 the, the new movie that's coming out in a couple weeks and the sort of end of the Skywalker saga, there was one moment in that new trailer that came out mm-hmm. where they alluded to the fact that maybe Three PO dies. And out of everything, all the other details of everything else that's going on in that movie, that is what hit fans the Hardest, which says so much about this character that you created. What was your reaction to sort of that reaction?
9: I loved it. I absolutely loved it. 3PO loved it too, i got to tell you. <laughs> um, because it was quite a moving uh, little experience on the set, and it came across in the trailer uh, just the way we shot it. Yeah. So... It has brought out a lot of uh, emotional stuff from fans, and I'm really touched by that. I'm only just beginning to realize, by meeting lots of people now, just how fond many, many people are of 3PO and how he, in a way, he reflects some of their feelings when he gets all uh, uh, excited or afraid or whatever. Because we're all taught as grown-ups to kind of hide feelings. 3PO doesn't, he just lets it out.
4: Right. Uh, How many times in your life, Anthony, has someone reached out to you about writing a book on your life as C-3PO and why was now the time to do so?
9: It happened once, which is why I've done it. And uh, I, I kind of said, okay, um, 40,000 words, it's become 95,000 I think. So it's kind of Proper book shaped book, which kind of surprised me, and uh, it seemed a moment when I could actually talk a little about Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker without giving spoilers. Right, I'm very anti spoilers. Okay. Oh. But uh, suddenly I've got this kind of hat rack of all the movies that, in fact, the eleven Star Wars movies I've been in, and uh, I can you know hang other stories around that framework.
4: Speaking of spoilers, with the the Rise of Skywalker coming out in December and you filming that did you or did everyone starring in the movie get different versions of the script or did you go into this knowing full well what happens in the movie beginning to end because you know sometimes directors will kind of throw the actors and actresses off by giving them false scripts they would go as far as filming those knowing that it will never make the movie because they don't want spoilers to get out there?
9: Yeah, it's a good point. Um, J.J. Abrams and Chris Terrio um, worked very, very hard on the script of this thing, and it started off uh, really, really exciting, really good. But then it's kind of grown organically, if I can put it that way, that... Every day, there would be a rewrite of some some script I had learned. But um, the story, I kind of know what happens. I'm not telling you, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I know what happens, and all the main people know, too. And what is interesting is, you know, we, we have lots of uh, extras, crowd artists, background artists, you call them what do you like, who, who kind of people these scenes. And they see and they hear everything that's going on, and I don't believe anyone has ever kind of blabbed, what they've seen. Uh, no. Uh,
5: was there ever was there a point in the, the sort of your second run at 3PO where it was ever floated to you that maybe 3PO and you in the suit was replaceable with CGI and did you ever want that?
9: CGI uh, is kind of expensive to do, frankly. I think it's cheaper to have <laughs> be there uh, in the suit, which is a, a remarkable piece of artwork. Yeah. Um, CGI is, is really good for some uh, special effects shots. But one of the things you get by having... Uh, well, for instance, I, what I do is a kind of puppeteering, I think, you know, wearing a kind of bodysuit sure. um, made of plastic and metal. But in this film particularly, we have so many Puppeteers inhabiting uh, creatures of various sizes. And what you have is the whole human input, the kind of visceral quality uh-huh. of, of uh, an animal, actually a human animal, actually the real sense of, well, of being a, a natural thing.
4: Uh, Anthony Daniels, thank you very much for joining us on the Raza Mocha Show. The new book is IMC-3PO, The Inside Story. Before we let you go, do you get a free subscription to Disney Plus now that it's finally out?
9: Hey, good call. I got a free ride on the full. 4- the other day at Galaxy's Edge, <laughs> oh. and it was so much better than the real thing, I can't tell you. If you want to experience it, go to Disney. But listen, you should also mention that IMC3PO The Inside Story has the most wonderful forward written by my beloved director, JJ Abrams. Yeah, it does. Make sure you read that first.
4: As much as this is going to break my heart, can you do the line where you say, Taking one last look, sir, at my friends? <laughs>
9: <laughs> <laughs> Only if you do an Oscar Isaac impersonation of what he says. Gotcha there. Ah
4: He says, Hold on, hold on. He says, he says Hold on, hold on. Uh no, he, he stumbles a bit and he's yeah. like, What 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 what's going on? What are you doing, three PO? And then you say taking one last look, sir. At my friends.
0: Oh my god, <laughs> god that breaks You're my killing heart. Me.
4: Me. Me. Anthony <laughs> me. Daniels, we kill love me. you so much. Thank you very much for joining us <laughs> on the <laughs> Raza Show. Thanks, guys.
5: Hey, was it was it good to have Mark Hamill back on set for nine?
9: Delightful. Always a pleasure.
5: Nice. Interesting. Interesting.
9: Thank you very much, <laughs> <Thank> Anthony Daniels. <Anthony. laughs>
4: Bro, what the hell? <laughs> Right, Dude. right. Was that a revelation or what? Right, uh, he wasn't ready for that. Good for you for sneaking right? that
5: question in. So, did we, like is it known? Because I I looked everywhere
4: and I didn't know Skywalker. Luke Skywalker is not in the trailer. All right, right. We know that,
5: but because he, he could be a forced ghost, he right? Could be a so force ghost. you have to figure at some point. Mark or- Hamill.
4: Was he, like, just, like, there hanging out on set being like, fam, like, I helped start this thing, no. so I'm going to hang out until the very end? No, 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 no. Luke Skywalker's yes, there. Yes, I think C-3PO just messed <laughs> up, right? <laughs>
0: Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me?
6: Okay, so
1: my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix.
0: Roz and Mocha got you.
4: Marco, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show and Fix My Life. Hi. Hey, Hey, buddy. All right, so you are 18 years old, and uh, and here's what you wrote to us.
5: Uh, Hey, Roz and Mocha Fix My Life, FML. My 16-year-old sister recently ran away from home and has been living with relatives and friends. She is a menace to live with and has broken just about every rule my parents have set for her. The problem is that I'm the only one in the family that she's willing to talk to but I'm on my parents' side of the argument. I don't know if I should keep in contact with her even though I'm furious at her or if I should cut her off.
4: So Marco, why did your sister leave? Like, What's the argument that's happening at home that she's Um, now living with relatives or friends?
3: Well, it's been a like it's been coming for a long time like um, my parents caught her vaping and like that's like the number one rule, and just like she just doesn't listen to any rule. Like there's no food allowed in the upstairs. She breaks that rule. It's
5: like these seem like rules that like don't get you kicked out or you don't run away over no food upstairs and your sister broke that rule so so what happens like what's your parents reaction and and their sort of uh role in all of this like so there's a rule of no food upstairs how does that escalate to the point of where your sister then leaves
3: it's small things like that like where my like they get into arguments where my sister like, like oh stop controlling me like let me just be
5: is she like into is she like into drugs is she like well, is she go, is she going through is she going no. through depression is so she so vaping no. and
3: food upstairs well the food upstairs is just a small example of yeah. like oh, how okay it all so
5: what starts. Uh, like what what else like when when she left what was the sort of what was the mm-hmm. final straw like it was what?
3: because my parents told her like number 1 rule no vaping yeah she completely broke her trust she did it like she kept doing it again and again Mm -hmm. and like she just snapped and like it was like midnight and she just left but she's 16 and she thinks that like she's on top of the world now
4: have your parents tried to talk to her and get
3: her to come back home yeah yeah Yeah, like constantly she's like no
5: yeah, it's interesting with with situations like this because everybody just sort of digs their heels in, and whether it's your sister or your parents, in in a situation mm-hmm. like this where, where you you got a, a a kid who's a nightmare or parents who are nightmares, asking for help from somebody outside the family is not a sign of weakness. And I know that this is where that sort of family pride things come, comes into it, but asking for help is not a sign of weakness a, a, at all. Um, you may need expert advice in this. You may need yeah. some sort of intervention. You may need some sort of treatment or it just means that they have to work on their communication together because one issue just seems to blow everything up, right? You got to figure out what you got to figure out what sets off your sister. You got to figure out what sets off your parents. And if they're going to, if they're going to write off their daughter, okay, for vaping, and i know it's not the greatest thing in the world and you you got rules and follow my rules and everything else but you can't write a kid off for vaping you can't cut a kid out of the, the life of the family yeah. for vaping well, no they okay? they, don't,
3: they don't they don't cut her off it's her that's like runaway but like she like show try to get in contact with me to bring her places.
5: Yeah. And well, and sometimes you got to let a pain in the ass kid face the consequences or deal Mm. with the consequences. Like that's just that that's sometimes that's the, 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 the thing that winds up inadvertently happening and it, and it helps. But I think that for your parents, okay, you guys really need to figure out something about your sister. You have to figure out if this is a rebellious kid or a kid who is in trouble because there's a difference and they look very similar. Most times. Okay. And your parents, if they only see a rebellious kid, they may not be willing to see that what they're actually dealing with is a kid in trouble. And that's the thing that they need to figure out.
3: Yeah. Well, um, like my parents have tried to get her to do like some type of therapy, but she is completely like, no, no, no.
5: Does she not want to be part of the family? Like what's going on? What's, what's her? uh, Yeah, Yeah. And
3: she doesn't want, like, she like despises my parents. That's really wild. Just because of these little rules, like yeah, yeah no, no. Well,
4: I mean, yeah. the little rules add up to something bigger. Yeah. That's uh, that's happening in her life, right? That she's not sharing with you, or not yeah. sharing with uh, with your parents.
5: Well, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you can't just you can't just start cutting people out of your life for for things like you know the, the the house rules. Yeah, and and I'm not saying let a teenager go wild, but you may need you may need to ask for help on this one. You may need to ask for help. That like is professional not, help. Yeah, that's you, you may mm-hmm. you may need to call in the experts for this one, man. Yeah. Okay, bro.
3: Okay. Then. Okay, yeah. man. Thanks, Marco. Right on. Thanks for having me on. You guys are the best. Bras and mochas
0: fix my life
5: on Kiss. <laughs> hey, what's that new Billie Eilish song like? Have you oh my heard God,
4: it, dude? She's so good. Is it good? It's called Everything I Wanted. It's a dedication to her brother, which Who's I it? think is really nice. Her brother is like big in her career. He like produced her album oh, and everything. Did. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Okay, cool. That's I gotcha. Like, I gotcha. That's her guy right there. And I love that they have that relationship.
5: I like it it's got a very um deliberate 80s sort of beat to it yeah. right? and the wispiness of whatever they did to her voice sounds yeah, very much so, so good. good it reminds me a little bit of um all those tracks that were on that um on the drive soundtrack with uh ryan gosling oh, remember that remember that? remember that movie yo underrated yeah i mean it was a crazy good movie but the that um what was that one song was it a night call a, a, or under your spell uh, no, Human Being. Is there a Human Being song on there? A real human yeah, being. Yeah, that movie was 2011, huh? Yeah. Was it really? Yeah. That's crazy, man. What's that song called? Hold give me on. the tracks again. It wasn't Night Call. Night Call is like There's bam, a bam, bam.
4: A Night Call. There's A Real Hero. A Real
5: Hero. That one? Maybe. What's the other one? <laughs> Nut Man. I don't know. Just give me some titles, bro. Come on. Hold on. <laughs> song because I think they do to this girl's voice sort of what they did with um, Billie Eilish's voice in her new song where they just do like a super long kind of wispy effect to it which I'm a big fan of I think Billie Eilish sounds great I like that what's her
4: name they do that with um, oh god what's her name Lana Del Rey yeah, same, sort
5: of, same cool. sort of thing, right? I love, love Lana Del Rey. Oh, yeah, this song. I like this it's song. It's this one, right? I think so. I think so. It takes them forever in these. I mean, if you're going to do it like an 80s-inspired song, you get it. Yeah, it's this one. Yeah. Like, how do you not like this? Like, you have something wrong with you. Now, which was the real... You really do. I think that if you don't find this, like, precious, or if you don't find this... Like I get all into my own head when I listen to this stuff. That
4: movie Drive, Brian Gosling. Where was it that that extremely brutal scene took place? Was it in an elevator or was it in a parking lot outside
5: of his car? Elevator. It was right. Yeah. Yeah. Face stop. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, but see, I like this stuff. When I hear Billie Eilish, oftentimes it reminds me of like just this kind of vibe of music, which I love, man thinking about stuff like what you think about right now i don't know i just start thinking about stuff like i just i don't know when i hear like a track like this i just always like like, nice stuff yeah like i don't get depressed yeah no i don't get depressed i might get a little sad but i don't like i don't get depressed i just wind up getting into my own head too much and then i get to put something else on (laughs) jackass
1: (laughs) here we go the roz and mocha show podcast
5: uh, I, was, I watched um, that uh, the show on, what's that called? Apple TV Plus? Yeah. Which one? See? Uh, uh, no, I watched the, the, morning- the morning show. And? It's
4: great. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. I, have, I need to like spend a couple of minutes with my Apple TV. Yeah. With the Apple Plus. Pl- I'm just saying <laughs> like you. Yeah. <laughs> with Apple TV, Apple, yeah. Apple TV Plus? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I still can't navigate. It. Maybe I'm just an idiot. Yeah. No. But I just can't
5: navigate towards any of the new new stuff. Right it's um it's a great show and you can tell like it's so it's very much like a movie it, it's interesting that it breaks down into Episodes, because when you get to episode one, like you really do feel like you are watching a movie. Yeah, and I know a lot of shows are like that, but one of the reasons why th- this show puts it sort of over the top is because it's Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon and Steve Carell. Yeah, right. So it very much feels like a movie, and then so when it ends, you have this sense of being unfulfilled. But then you're like, oh my god, I got more of this. Yeah, and it's amazing because the budget on that show is fifteen million dollars. How many an episode. episodes did you watch? I two watched ones? two. Two. Um, what do they have available right now? I, like, so I was like, they that? Gave, they, somebody sent me three. Oh, okay. they' sent me three so I'll probably watch the third tonight. yeah um, but it, it's incredible because they the budget on the show is it's 15 million an episode and it shows like it's a really really large looking show yeah and Jennifer Anderson is incredible at it and it's just the writing is amazing. the story's great. it's really timely. Reese Witherspoon is like the best Reese Witherspoon where she is really? yeah where Hold she's up. she's got it better than big little eyes. Well, here's the thing. Reese Witherspoon? Here's the thing. Because she's fantastic in that one. She's very similar. She's not unlike her character in Big Little Lies. Okay,
4: because I like her character Only,
5: Only instead of a kind of Malibu rich housewife, she is a... Like her accent comes back, like the Reese Witherspoon southern drawl is back. So she's a southern sort of... uh, Aging news field reporter who has never been able to catch her big break because one time she said the F word twice on air. Oh
3: no! <laughs> right. <laughs>
5: and she is she's brilliantly smart, but like a wild hothead. Yeah. And it's the best Reese Witherspoon. Like it, this is like the Reese Witherspoon that I love, but the, the whole show is just fantastic, man. All right. It's really great. Well, I will definitely have to check that one out.
0: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I woke up to
4: some bad news this morning. No, what? Like, bad news.
5: What? What? What?
4: A Raptor's lost. Oh. (laughs) Because they're playing in L.A. I was in bed at 9 o'clock last night, yeah, and the game didn't start till 10.30. (sighs) And why is this an important game? It's because Kawhi Leonard, former Toronto Raptor, NBA champion, plays for the Clippers, and the Clippers won 98-88. Raptors continue their uh, road trip. They're in Portland tomorrow night. The Clippers and Kawhi Leonard will visit Toronto Scotiabank Arena next month. And they asked Kawhi last night after the game if it's more competitive now that he's not a Raptor.
9: It's just fine, you know, um, just be able to keep, uh, compete against, you know, guys we were with last year. Um, you know, we grew, we grew a relationship. And um, for, you know, from that aspect, it's, it's, it's a little bit more competitive because you do talk to him. So you could tell him that we won the game tonight.
8: <laughs> He's so chill, huh? He is. <laughs> you know, I wondered, like,
4: out of everyone on the squad, on the Raptors, like, yeah. if any of them became friends' friends. Like, sure, you can have a teammate yeah. and be friendly, yeah. but how many of them actually became friends? And what I learned is that Kawhi and Fred Van Vliet Oh uh, yeah, our Those boys. Two? Yeah, we
8: FaceTime a little bit, um, you know, over the the course of the last few months, uh, and just speaking to him, just checking in, you know, um, our uh, and checking in on families and babies, and you know, we had a son at the same similar time, so just checking in and seeing how everything is going, but uh, just just watching from afar, and, and he looks happy, and his family's happy, and um, that's all you can ask for.
5: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Oh, so much went on this week, Mocha. Yeah. So I think for the podcast, it is time. Mocha, are you ready? Yep.
0: Let's do the news!
5: A Roz
8: and Mocha show and KISS 92.5 Newsbreak.
5: So Tyler, the creator's Camp Flogna. Is that how you say that? Camp Flog Naw Festival? Mm-hmm. I guess he, he built, like, this great lineup, like... ASAP Rocky was there, Lil Uzi was there, Drake was there, but I guess the crowd was expecting the surprise guest or maybe they thought for some whatever reason that surprise guest was going to be Frank Ocean. Mm -hmm. They were all expecting Frank Ocean. So everybody in that crowd uh, ravaged anyone else who came out on stage. And so this is Drake getting booed <gasps> off stage. No. Booed Drake, off stage. Listen to this. The biggest rapper in the world. Listen to this. Hey, paranoid. Always running with my boys. But you gotta understand when it's yours,
7: they don't really need your ass with a choice, man. Boys, boys. Love, no. Make some noise for yourself tonight.
4: I'll make noise. You know. Tell me. I'm going to tell you. Please do. I'm listening. Like I
7: said, I'm here for you tonight. If you want to keep going, I will keep going tonight. What's up? If you want to keep going, I will keep going tonight. Oh, wow. Well, look. It's been love. I love y'all. i go by the name of Drake. Thank you for having me. Wow. Wow.
5: Wow. Wow. Wow.
4: I will keep going. Now we're good.
5: And then somebody posted this video. This was apparently 15 minutes after Drake walked off stage when everybody realized that Frank Ocean wasn't coming out. Listen to this guy scream.
8: Go, bro. No! <laughs>
5: Uh, I don't know what happened I don't know what happened Uh, Kevin Hart made his first appearance uh, his first like official appearance um, since his car crash at the 2019 People's Choice Awards last night
4: First and foremost man thank God because I definitely don't have
3: to be here um Being that I am, it makes me appreciate life even more.
4: It makes me appreciate the things that really matter. Family. I want to thank my wife my kids uh, who really stepped up to the plate for me. I also want to take the time to thank the People's Choice Award
9: just for this. This is amazing. But more importantly, the people, man. You have no idea the effect that you have on us as entertainers. Jeez.
5: That was, uh, he was picking up the award for Comedy Act of 2019. Um, There is a new oldest couple in the world. According to Guinness, John Henderson. And his wife, Charlotte, who met in 1934 while attending University of Texas. Uh, John is 106. Charlotte is 105 for the combined age of 211. Oh, Oh, you
2: missed it by this much, Roz. Why would I do? I thought you were in the running. For what?
5: Oldest couple? What are you saying about Catherine? No, I'm just trying to make fun of you. Well it's not oldest guy. you now you're now you're dissing my now you're, dissing, in, now you're now you my woman. How not old cool. do you think Catherine is? Not yeah, cool, not man. Cool. Not cool. Oh burn, ring ring. No, 911. Not, no. not cool, man. That's not cool at all. You go after my girl like that. It's not cool. I don't appreciate that. Also, Are she's you? 10 years younger than I am. Ooh. But <laughs> a high five right there. Right, you know what I'm saying? Yo, high right
9: five on. right there. Yeah, right? yeah I I get get reach, high five.
5: we go. No, 106 and 105 for a combined age of 211. They celebrated their 80th wedding anniversary. Wow. Yeah, bro. Goals, couple goals right there. I like it. it. High oh. High oh. High Uh, Alex Trebek got emotional last night after a contestant's answer in Final Jeopardy. Um, So this was after Alex had revealed that he is returning for treatment uh, while he still battles uh, pancreatic cancer. This is the part of the show where you write your answer on your board. It is revealed, and then Alex sort of reads the answer out.
9: They're dealing with famous phrases, and this clue in the title of a groundbreaking 1890 expose of poverty in New York City slums. These three words follow how the. 30 seconds. Good luck. Drew, you're smiling. I like that. Let's take a look at your response. Did you come up with the right one? No? What is we love you out? That's very kind. <laughs> Thank you. Come you. Nineteen ninety five. You're left with the five bucks. Okay. Uh, let's oh, go to Kyle oh, Jones oh, now. Right. <laughs> the guy
4: had two thousand dollars left. Yeah. And he bet nineteen
5: ninety-five on it. No, good for him, man. You gotta you got to throw nice. love. You gotta throw love. So after Drake got booed off the stage at Tyler the Creator's uh Camp Flog this is what Tyler wrote. I thought bringing one of the biggest artists on the effing planet to a music festival was fire. But flip side, a little tone deaf, knowing the specific crowd it drew. He added, some created a narrative in their head and acted like this. I don't know what that word is. When it didn't come true and don't f with that. So everybody was hoping that it was going to be. Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean. But then Drake came out and for some reason they were pissed at Drake. Meanwhile, on the flip side, Drake just uh, said that he signed a 10-year residency with Camp (laughs) Flogna.
7: Yes,
5: Drake! Uh, On Dancing with the Stars, Sean Spicer finally went home. No, he didn't. Yes. After Ali Brooke, this is what it took to beat Sean Spicer, Ali Brooke had to score two perfect tens in order to send Sean Spicer home. the enemy on lock. Thanks to everyone
4: who
9: supported me. Thanks to my family for everything they did. I love being on the show. Thank you for making me part of it. God bless you all. Happy veterans' day.
5: And uh, Facebook says that they are working on the problem if it hasn't already been uh, corrected. There was a bug in the Facebook app that would turn on your camera on your phone. <laughs> so if what? you were if you were on Facebook and you were looking at a picture on Facebook and if you tapped the picture, yeah, that motion would open up your front-facing camera, but only you wouldn't see it. It would be open behind the Facebook app. <gasps> sure, it was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Roz and Mocha Q A. Love this part of the uh, the podcast. Ask Roz and Mocha. These are your questions via Instagram at Kiss Nine um, Two Five, and of course, we try to get one of you to ask us uh, your question live with us uh, while you're on the phone, like Neda. How are you,
6: Netta? Hi, good. Thank you. Uh, Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I can't believe I'm talking to you. (laughs)
5: Nice. Netta, what is your question?
6: Okay, so um, I I saw the thing on Instagram and I thought I'd just ask my question. So the thing is that I'm actually doing, um, I finished the four-year bachelor's and I'm doing my second one right now. Wow. Um, And I, (laughs) yeah. So I basically, um, uh, it started from that I love what I'm doing right now. But I know I've researched it, and I know that it won't necessarily lead to a high-paying job in my future, probably. Mm -hmm. So I'm just wondering, I've already done four years. I'm paying more. I'm probably in in more than $40,000 in debt. Just should I continue? Should I not? Like If I know that it may not lead to something... (laughs) <laughs> high paying for me? Should I just go with it or should I not? This is basically my question.
5: What brought you down this road in the first place?
6: Honestly, <laughs> so I started my first uh, bachelor because I was just in such a rush to just getting into school because everybody yeah, else kind of around crazy. me knew what they were doing yeah uh, so yeah so basically i just went to bachelor of fine arts which is something totally general yeah. i was always kind of a little good at arts i finished that and then after that i took a year off just working a little bit in retail um and then now i'm actually doing a bachelor of furniture design and i'm really liking it it's super fun but i know like i've researched it, it like there's always that one or two percent that can be successful, but this could potentially not be a high-paying job. But I know I'm loving it right now. I'm just wondering, uh, I have a couple more years to go. I've done two years. Of it. Just Every time, it just kind of comes up for me. My parents have never like, told me not to pursue this. This is, and like my birthday's coming up in like I think two and a half weeks, and I'm turning twenty five. Mm-hmm. It just again, it kind of came up for me. It's just should I should I go with this? Is, okay, is this wait, the right so thing Netta, that I'm doing? Are, are you
4: asking whether or not you should stop all of this and <laughs> just go in a completely different direction?
6: Not necessarily a different direction. Just go find a full time job. That's tough. <laughs> like,
4: what would you do? Like, if you stop all of this right now, right? and yes. you take some you've obviously taken time to think about it what would yep. you do where would you go?
6: so um, what I am doing right now with my job I know that there is a potential for me to be possibly an assistant manager or um, like maybe even a shift lead at my job so that'll be a full-time job that I can.
5: So, is this, is this a full-time job at a furniture-making place or something completely different?
6: It's not a furniture-making place, <laughs> but it is a furniture-selling store. Oh, no! So. Wow.
5: <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so... Oh, geez. This is, this is <laughs> tough. It is... Okay, can I, let's... Okay, so let's sort of back this up a little bit here. Is being a furniture maker and designer your dream?
6: Honestly, I love it. I guess, yes. I I can see myself being the designer. Okay. Like I I can see myself doing that.
5: Do you love it? And do you think that you will find uh, purpose and meaning in that work enough of that where you would be fine living on very little money?
6: (laughs) I know I love it um it doesn't matter what you doesn't uh, matter what you love but you
5: love money more yeah i'm gonna
6: gonna. at the same time it's important you know it's it's kind of what we have in the society you have to kind of make money to be able to i just i don't know i'm a little i think i'm a little confused i can see my friends like i guess getting somewhere around me um and i am honestly not 100 i don't know should i be in a position that i know what's happening for the rest of my life or is it
5: I think you just have to make smart decisions yeah that's that's the whole thing is it part of being mm-hmm. part of sort of being an adult and taking responsibility for your life is making sure that you are going to actually take care of your life and yes. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this and I know a lot of people are gonna go okay boomer but I'm gonna go okay millennial which is <laughs> somehow and I don't know when this started this idea of pursuing the thing you love. Okay, or that that Mm -hmm. line that everybody says where if you do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life or whatever that notion is, right? That is a very sort of privileged part of life where people get to do for a living and earn a living doing the thing that they love. Most people don't have that. Yeah. Most people go to work every day and most people have jobs and the world is run by people who have jobs. Now, if you wind up in a job where you find purpose and you have responsibility, maybe you can make some friends, you earn a living. That's that's where you sort of want to look. You, know? you don't want to do something you hate. You want to do something that maybe gives you a little bit of purpose and people depend on you you but you don't have to love it this idea that you have to then go and find something that is going to uh, support you financially for your life but it has to be in this small window of just things you love is ridiculous it's nuts it's madness thinking fill your life the rest of your life outside of work hours with the things you love you know what mm-hmm. i mean you want to go yeah. you want to make furniture you already did three years of school on it okay Mm -hmm. Um, you, I'm assuming, have the skills. You have evenings and weekends where you could go and learn from somebody who's been doing this forever. You could buy materials and make a chair in your garage and sell it on a website that you've created, okay? You can do all this stuff. You can sort of find your passion uh, and and if it gives you that outlet of of escape and creativity that you need, but it doesn't have to pay you $100,000 a year. Yeah. I don't know, am Mm -hmm. I nuts?
4: (laughs) On the flip side, and this is not for everybody, it just so happened that it worked out for me. You're a rare case. Where I knew what I wanted to do, and that was the only thing I focused on. Right. And I knew that there was a potential of not making a lot of money. And I was okay at the time. I was okay with that because I figured... I'll just figure it out when it happens. But right. I just wanted to be on the radio and work in this business so badly that I just worked my ass off to get to this uh, to get to this position.
5: But it's not about working your ass off, though, and that's the thing. Like saying that you want to be a successful entertainer is like winning the lottery yeah. because there are people in this business that work just as hard as you did that are out of work right now.
4: No, I you know fully what I mean? agree. Fully agree. It, it,
5: it's, it's not something where hard work pays off because so often hard work doesn't pay off. Yeah. You know, and that's the sort of line like, you, you know, we're very fortunate to be in the position that we're in. Totally. And sure, we had something else that, you know, a lot of people didn't and 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 who knows And and, and timing and all this other stuff that sort of plays into it. And now we can reap the benefits of this, but you can't use that as a business model.
4: So, Netta, what is it that, uh, outside of, you know, your schooling and what you're paying and all that, like, what mm-hmm. else are you spending your time doing? What are the things that are that are making you happy in your life?
6: Um, well, right now, I'd say I'm pretty busy with just school and work. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah um, but otherwise, um, on the side, like, I've done some little projects on my own before. Um, I have a little thing set up in the garage It's not much, but kind of, yeah, I just build stuff. Um, But yeah, and I I totally understand. And that's why where the question like for me, uh, like that's when it started, because in my mind, I'm like, yes, maybe I should follow my dreams. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. (laughs) if I know that it may not, if I know I can do this on the side, if I know that it may not get me too far financially, should I even... Be like doing two more years to just finish this degree, or should That's I be tough. just looking for a full time? I know it's it's. <laughs> it's you gotta work. We all, it, yeah. we all
5: we all have to work unless you unless you are happy with a lifestyle of where you know certain things just don't mean that much to you, and, may, and maybe you're that type of person. And there's a lot of those people, but I've seen over the years, I know very people who are close in my life where they took the thing that they loved most in life and turned it into their job. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's great. It's awesome. Until you're in an environment where somebody tells you that the thing that you love most in life, now you got to change it and do it my way. And the thing that you love most in life that you managed to turn into a job, actually, you're not that good at, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you, so, and then all of a sudden, the thing that gives you joy is now the thing that causes you to stay up at night with stress. Because you've, mm-hmm. you've taken that thing, that that sort of passion project of yours, and you've turned it into a business, but you're letting other people sort of dictate your life after that fact. And it's it's risky. It's really, really risky. You know, you can easily destroy the thing you love. And both of those people I know that turned the thing that they loved into their careers now have other passions that are no longer that thing because that thing that they loved is now their job.
6: Oh, wow. Yeah.
5: Does that yeah. help a little yeah, bit? Yeah, you
6: asked me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think if I was happy right now. Like I'd say, I'm content, but like I'm living with my parents and I love them. They're amazing people. Yeah. But at some point in my life, like I want to move out. But honestly, oh, yeah, at this rate, I'm not sure if I can afford to move out. I don't know when that's going to come up. Also, nothing wrong, yeah.
5: nothing wrong with being content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know well
6: thank it's you it's a good place yeah. to be
5: Maury do you have anything to offer? Yeah, I was just going to
2: table a quick pun and say if she does do well she can be the chairman of the board yes that's true <laughs> there
5: you go
8: we'll
3: thank, you thank you Netta
5: thank you so much <laughs> you yeah. got it love. take
2: care
5: bye bye All right, that's Dill. tough that's tough that whole thing man it's, yeah. it's 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 really difficult for people because everybody sort of wants to do the thing that they love and I don't know if that's the I don't know if that's the way to teach kids I I, I think finding responsibility is a much more sort of fulfilling thing. And if you, if you wind up being able to build a business and do the thing you love, then that, that's a, that's a bonus. But I just, I think finding responsibility, finding something that gives you purpose, that makes you feel fulfilled, but the things that you truly love I think have to come from outside of work. I think Mm -hmm. that the things in your life that you love the most should not be the thing that you do for a living. Yeah, you gotta have hobbies. Yeah, I really do.
4: Uh, Adil Khan asks, Roz's retirement plan is when he knows it's time, he will just get up and leave. (laughs) Uh, what is Mocha and damn it, Maury's plan for retirement?
2: Maury? <laughs> uh, Hope that it, he doesn't get up and leave anytime soon. <laughs>
5: that's my plan. I know. You ever see Maury's face when I start talking about retiring? He gets like all super fidgety Dude. and stuff, right? <laughs>
2: Dude, I'm in the red. Like you can't leave yet. <laughs>
5: yeah, he gets super. But you've forever been fidgety. in the red. Yeah, you're always. That's not my fault though, man. Yeah, that's your fault.
2: No, it's like a bobbing head in water. Yeah, but account. that's
5: but that's not your fault. Like, you're you, right, it's you, not my fault. You make really good money working on this show. Yeah, but I spend really good money. Yeah, that's not our fault. Do ben. you have a
2: retirement plan? Have you thought about it? I have an account set up that's called a retirement fund. Uh-huh. <laughs> but what's in it though? I mean, it says $30,000, but every time I go to do my taxes, they say I, I owe back money for that from when we bought the condo. So I'm very confused.
5: Oh, so hold on here. So you had an RSP. Yeah. Okay. So when you guys bought the condo, you can take money out of an RSP one time only. You're $25,000. you are 25000 But you have to pay that back. Right. So then
2: what's the number that's there? Is that extra 30000 Like am I like going to no. be like The bank I- doesn't just give you extra money. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so I've saved money and I owe money into the same thing.
4: Well, yeah, you have to pay it back. You like gotta, how you got to pay it back? But you guys but, bought that condo how long ago? Like ten years ago, eleven? Ten years ago, almost to the day. Yeah. And then, how much time? Isn't it less than that that you have to pay that money back?
5: Great question. You don't know the answer to that? Well, no. Oh, you should. This is this is all stuff that you should know the answer to. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Forever in the reds. Um, I.
2: I, I don't have a retirement plan.
5: No? Like no. I
2: want to live like up north on, on, a, on a farm without animals.
5: Also without Matthew, because there's no way Matthew's moving to a no. farm. Yeah. No. Yeah. I just assume like he'll
2: pass at yeah. some point. I,
5: I really do sometimes more. I look at your your marriage, right, and your relationship, and I honestly feel that this is a stage of your life, right, where you will be living with Matthew and you guys are going to have fun and you're in the downtown condo and everything else. But at some point, I, I truly believe that you two will go your separate ways because of life, do you know what I mean? You're gonna to want to live on a farm, yeah. And you're gonna obsess about living on a farm, and you will let that destroy your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> you're both gonna dig your heels in, huh? and you're gonna wind up living alone on a farm.
2: Well, every time we talk about retirement, we'll go for a walk and we'll be like, "Oh my god,
5: when we retire, blah blah blah." Yeah. Everything I suggest, he doesn't want to do. Right. <laughs> oh man, you guys are made for so each what other. Does, what does he suggest? Are you and Are you and Jenna is sort of in line? Like, do you guys ever talk about what like life after work? Like what's that, um, what, what that's going to look like to you? Where of, would you like, like to um, live? Same place, different probably place? Probably same place and just do more traveling. Gotcha. Okay, That's cool. really it. Yeah. But I
4: haven't like planned out I'm going to work X amount of years or I know for a fact that by this particular year I would like to be retired. Right. You know okay. what I mean? Like yeah, I haven't yeah, thought that far yeah. ahead um, because it's like, you know, I always say I just love what I do, so I want He'll to try hurry to, up.
2: He's gonna to get up and leave, soon. <laughs> do
4: all of this, do be on the radio and yeah, do the Raza and yeah. show for as long as we can, right? Possibly, right? Yeah,
5: yeah, Now, which which makes a which makes a ton of sense. Yeah, I have like almost, I'm almost at the point now of where I can have a specific day in my in yeah. head. Yeah, I don't want to know. Don't yeah. tell me. No no no, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, <laughs> I can't. I can't tell you. That would spoil like I like everything. To at least save a hundred bucks for that day <laughs> so 100? I can get home. Uh, so I can get home. Yeah, yeah. More. You don't even. know how to mow lawns what are you gonna do like, <laughs> you've never mowed the grass what are you gonna do on a farm let it
8: grow right.
5: let
4: it grow <laughs> um, David Capitello asked this question I believe this appeared on la- the last episode or two episodes ago yeah. when we were talking about Roz when you ordered like chicken fingers with fries and gravy mm-hmm. right and David said he's been craving ever since you talked about it so on that podcast episode when you were talking about chicken fingers with fries and gravy he wants oh. to know where specifically you ordered them from
5: where did I get? Can them? I say Jack Astors? No, it wasn't. Oh, like oh, you mean when I had that disaster with yes. the, the 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 delivery app? Oh, you won't yes. Oh, that, that was the first time I had Popeyes. Oh. Was it really? Yeah. Oh and, my and-
4: God. You- the fries and gravy? No! Oh my! No, God. No! It was the
5: first time I had ever ordered Popeyes, <gasps> and and I didn't get the fries and gravy. <sighs> Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Oh no! Yeah. It's really interesting, um, because I, I don't I don't want to say the app because I didn't tell that story to bash anybody. So
0: no, of course. Uh,
5: but it, but what had happened was if if you're if you're not familiar with that was that I had uh, ordered something. I ordered the chicken fingers with the fries and the gravy. And when my order arrived from the app, the fries and gravy were gone. It was just chicken fingers. And I was arguing with them online, uh, through the app saying, listen, this isn't just, I don't want the refund just on the chicken finger or or just on the fries and the gravy. Yeah. I need a refund for the whole thing because the whole meal is ruined. Absolutely. At this this point. I agree. And that was my argument. And I'll tell you, I got a message from somebody. I got a DM from somebody who's a fan of this show.
4: Yeah.
5: Um, And she DM'd me and all she said was, was this through blank? And she said the name of the app. Mm -hmm. And I wrote her back and I was like, maybe? And then she wrote me back saying, I work for them, we can fix this. And you got your refund? No, I didn't. I told her no. Really? Yeah, That's yeah. That's I told classy. her. I told her no because I didn't want it to. To I didn't want anybody to think that I did that story or said that story, which was done yes. for jokes. Sure. That I was actually looking to harm a company or bash a company or get a refund. And Aww, so I dude. told her. I told her, thank you very much. Thanks for listening. But yes, you're one hundred percent correct. But no, do not give me the refund.
4: So we need to fix this, and have. Popeye's chicken fingers with fries and gravy.
5: Yeah.
2: Because
4: you don't know what you're
5: missing out no, on. No, I know. I didn't get the fries and the gravy. You know what happened the, the same gravy. day
2: that that happened to you? What's that? That you told the story? Yeah. So that night I ordered from a place that has the festive special. Yeah. And an extra festive special arrived in the bag. Shut up. <laughs> Hold on. You got
4: two dinners from Sous Three.
2: Three. Three. Because oh. Matthew and mine and then the, there was an extra one in the
5: bag. Yeah. And it, I was
2: like, oh, this is
5: Glorious. If you live in a part of the world or a part of the country that may not have Swiss chalet, Swiss chalet is like rotisserie chicken, mm, right? So good. And the chalet sauce, like their their gravy and the fries, like everything is so good. The and The festive
2: they, special comes with
5: stuffing. Yeah, and they give you this stupid little white bun. But yeah. there's something about that stupid little white bun.
4: so soft. That is so
5: soft and yeah. so good. And you put everything in it. You just break it open with your fingers and you slather butter on the inside. And I right in that bun, I just put the chicken, the skin, the French fries, and everything, and I just fold it up and I jam it right into that little tub of sauce. Yeah, and then just take bites like that. You and know the what sauce I really is like? Spicy. It's so good. From
4: Swiss Chalet, What's are the chicken uh, the chicken wings?
5: Yeah, they're good. Yeah, yeah I but, really but but like you them. know me and Swiss Chalet chicken wings. I know, wings. I know, I know. My problem know. is that I want the wing on the rotisserie chicken. I don't want a different version of wings. No, I. Because know. I love with Swiss Chalet that little wing, and you know the wing tip, the part that everybody takes mm. off. Yeah, the crunchy I eat, part. I eat that whole thing.
2: Yeah, you eat the
5: gristle. No, I, you know the wing. So yeah. the wing. You know the pointy part that sticks off the side? The the stick of the drum. No, the, oh, the wing. wing bro. Okay, bro. The More. So not drumstick, the wing. Yes. Thank you. I, okay. okay, I can't say this enough times. You
2: said wing four times. I know, times. but when you, order, when you order chicken wings, it comes with drumsticks.
5: No, I'm not talking about the wings you order. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, so when you order the chicken, the rotisserie yeah. chicken, yeah. you know on the side of it, there's that little wing. Yes. Okay, so the drumstick part of the little wing, the flat part of the little wing, yeah. and the pointy part off the end are all still attached. Yes. Okay, you know that pointy part? Yes. I eat that whole. Oh, wow. And it's just bone. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just
5: charred bone at that point. Yeah, I love it. So I eat that one whole. And but that's what I wish. If I could order wings from Swiss La, that's what I wish the wings were. Was just a a giant bucket of Mm. those rotisserie wings. Because that's you got to try their pierogies too. I've had their (laughs) pierogies. Pierogies are fine. I'm fine with pierogies. Nobody's ever done an amazing pierogi. Their pierogies are fine, and their chicken soup too. Yeah.
4: Uh, Celeste Bianca asks this question. Yeah. What is something each of you do to keep the spark alive in your relationship? Hold out. Now, I okay. uh,
2: I always say to Matthew, like, you know, because we, you know, like sometimes if you hold out or whatever, it makes them want you more. Yeah, okay.
4: Yeah. So yeah. you're going on you're how, hol- many, how many years of holding out?
5: Yeah. Here's the thing, Maury. I know you can't hold out that long because I know you can't suck it in for that long. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the only way Matthew's finding you no, attractive. No, and have like a mating call. No, we know that. Mm. So is so that's the thing that keep. What is the question again? How do you keep the spark going? Yeah, what is
4: something each of you do to keep the spark alive
2: in your relationship? Right. Maury, so you moan to, yeah. to Matthew? Well, yeah, and when he's like in the kitchen or something... But does he find up, that attractive though? Sometimes he'll just be like, no, hmm. Not right now. Mm.
4: No, so that's what I mean. Like, so that doesn't ki- that doesn't keep the spark but alive. Yeah, it kills what, it right
5: away. Yeah, what do you do to keep the spark alive? What are just the general things that you do to keep the spark Not alive? the things
2: that you try, and sometimes, then he flat out says no. Sometimes I'll lie, like on the couch, and I'll look up at him and bat my eyes. And does but, that okay. work? But that these again, these are like flirty things, as opposed to things that you do to keep the spark alive. Oh, so like you mean like when we go to New York at Christmas and stuff.
4: Once a year? (laughs) Okay. Okay, let me give you an example. Thank you. Every day at home, at some point, I will just randomly go up to Jenna and I give her a big kiss. For sure. Right? Yes. Just throughout the entire day. Before I leave in the morning to come into work and she's fast asleep, Every single morning before I leave, I always give her a kiss yeah. on the forehead or on her cheek. And most of the time she didn't even know. But throughout the day, random times throughout the day, just out of the blue, I would go up to her and I'll just give her a kiss. Okay, mm-hmm. so
2: like that, yep. every Sunday we do Sunday hug. Okay, so you hug once a week. <laughs> what does Sunday hug look like? When we when we get up, you, yeah. know, you still have sleep in your eye, morning yeah. breath or whatever and like in the kitchen or something. He's getting the eggs out of the, the fridge and I'll be like Sunday hug and he's like fine <laughs> spicy
0: wow. wow slow down <laughs>
5: you two <laughs> surprise the neighbors <laughs> don't complain <laughs> So, is that the only time that you guys hug?
2: Sunday is once hug. a week on Sunday? Well, you for don't Sunday a ruin hug? Sunday hug by hugging on a by, Tuesday. Excuse me? <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> by, by, by hugging by on By slurring every other day of the week? <laughs> hugging on a Tuesday.
5: Okay. Wow. So, you don't hug during the week or anything like We're that? We're very busy. Oh, God. I what hug- about when he
2: tucks me in at night? Is that sparkish?
5: That's kind of babyish. That's yeah. like daddyish right tucking in go, even to say bed. tucking in is weird you run
2: to bed so i'll run into bed and <laughs> i'll, then I'll picture, get under the covers I'll, I'll like
5: the, the feet of a onesie hitting the hardwood <laughs> like sliding across so- the condo floor <laughs> <laughs> I'll
2: run into bed okay ready yeah yeah i'll get under the covers and i'll be like bed
5: and then what happens he comes and
2: tucks you in he, oh, and you come in and tuck me in and i'll go light and then that means he has to turn off the light <laughs>
4: You're <laughs> like my toddler, bro. Right? Super <laughs> so weird, so crazy. Super
5: weird. I don't know. Catherine and I are just, we're just passionate. Like there's yeah. a lot of ass slapping in our house. There's a lot of hugging. We kiss multiple times a day. Yeah. We talk a lot about like, because Catherine's real cool in the sense that when she's like around the house, she is always just wearing a robe, right? Mm-hmm. And then she gets hot. And so she just folds down the top of the robe while we're sitting there watching TV. So it's like, I see t- all the time, like sure. it's just awesome, right? So and then so we just wind up like. Oftentimes, we just spend a lot of time talking about, <laughs> d- right? <laughs> why so I'm,
2: why I'm picturing Catherine like standing there with a robe and like a fan blowing her hair and the robe back behind her.
5: Oh, I mean, why I have that image in my head? No, it's more like she's sitting on the couch in a robe with her boobs out, drinking a tea while <sighs> like one boob
2: just fell out.
5: <laughs> no <laughs> no maury okay so you no, know when you wear a robe god, right? Yeah. okay so you god i'm ex- explaining like I just know. very basic concepts okay so well, so
2: i'm just trying to go with what's imaged in my head okay
5: okay so put a robe on right now yeah okay tie the robe up okay okay now take the top part of the robe yeah off oh wow and okay. just let it fold down oh wow so, so it's you're kind of like an apron no Okay because the apron covers your chest. Okay. Okay, so it's kind of, it winds up looking like a big giant puffy like skirt oh. because it's still done up, but the top part and the bottom part are both hanging down.
2: Wow, though in my head it was way sexier. Well, that's what I'm saying,
5: right? But it's sexy though. I find it sexy. I have sexy.
2: a question. More. Yeah. Yeah. At home.
4: Yeah. Do you and or Matthew ever walk
2: around the condo shirtless? Matthew will. I do, and he says, "Go put a shirt on."
5: Uh-huh. <laughs> what about nude? You ever just walk around nude?
2: Oh, sometimes I'll run. Sometimes I'll run naked to my bathroom because, like, my pajamas are in there. Right, and then he'll, but like, do you
5: cup it when you run? Like, are you
2: cupping? No, no, it? no, I'll just go free. And he's like, "Whatever." He goes, "Where'd your ass go?" Oh,
5: what does that mean? Like it's disappearing. Why? Because you're losing so much weight. No, or- <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. And here. then he'll be like, the neighbors can see you. Right. So, do you guys ever? Do you guys never just like hang around like nude though?
2: Oh my god, no.
5: No, really. No. What about just in your underpants? Do you ever just sit around oh, both I'll of the do two that of you? Sometimes.
2: But if I sit on the couch naked, he'll be like, oh my god, my face goes there.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Man, you guys are relationship goals. <laughs>
2: Uh, no name
4: asks if you could live in a different time slash era, which would you choose?
2: Oh, the Roaring Twenties. The Roaring Twenties. Why? I don't know. It just seemed like such a carefree time of life. Didn't where- they have lots of disease that killed people
5: <laughs> at like thirty-five? When was the Depression? <laughs> like you want to like.
2: <laughs> like I see pictures that are black and white of the twenties, and everyone's just standing outside stores yeah. with you know parasols, having a good
5: time. Yeah, you know what they. You know what they. <laughs> You know what they loved in the 20s more? <laughs> gay guys. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. Maybe gay guys, or maybe they were cool with gay guys. And in the look 20s. at the even, fashion. Like everyone was in black you suits. You would be doing heroin, Maury, with <laughs> like male prostitutes. Guaranteed. Wow! See, Roaring Twenties. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, Do you
4: have like a, a certain era? So I have a question
5: would- though: Would I have the knowledge I have now, where I could go back and like be like a manipulative boss in that era, or would I had to have grown up in that era, no, I, I and think suffer the consequences mean, of that era? Like, I, don't I think, think you're traveling mean,
2: back to whatever, and you taking the knowledge of technology. Well, I'm with not you. time traveling. No
4: no. No, 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 no. I think they mean if you could choose an era and then you go back, but I don't know what the parameters are. Like, if you are born in that that particular year yeah. and then you grow up
2: with that year like pick something where at least electricity was there
5: yeah well it's like t- the it's 20s <laughs> yeah it's tough because i wouldn't want to go back i wouldn't want to go back too far cuz i don't really know what that was like like the wild wild midwest the wild, wild Midwest. <laughs> I mean, wow. The wild, wild West. <laughs> <laughs> I think
2: for me, I would say like the 90s.
4: I love the 90s. But you already I would go lived back. in the 90s. I know. Ago. I want to go back to- I would go like, back and relive it. I don't know why. Would you really? Yeah, I would just go back and grow up in the
2: 90s. You know why? Oh, the 90s were cool though.
5: I, Majors? The 90s were
2: awful.
4: You didn't like the 90s? Where would you uh, go The back?
5: 90s were fine. The, the, the 90s were fine. Or no, you the, go back the, to the, the, the 60s the, or 50s? No, the, the best sort of, the best 10 years, I would say- like uh, of a a collective sort of decade where you could have lived if you were at the age to have fun, I would say was 83 to 93.
2: No, go back a bit. The 70s, like Studio 54 in the disco era and if I, you know, before, you know, where people were just having sex without any worry... Be before AIDS. Yeah, I just didn't know. Why like, can't
5: you say before AIDS? I just didn't know if that's allowed. I don't know. What to say AIDS? <laughs> Jeez, Mocha, you can't go back. And this is the other thing too. If you want to be like right now in 2019,
4: yeah. right? God, Maury. Like, honestly, you want to go grow up in an era just so you can have sex because you're not getting sex in this era?
5: But, but, here's, but here's my thing, right? But here's my thing. This is kind of like a weird point because if we're talking North America, right? Uh-huh. Like, here's my thing with the, with this conversation. I can travel back and have far more freedom than the two of you because- Right now in 2019, it has never been a better place for a gay man or a brown man. And I'm, sure. Right? I, so and you Jewish. can't go back too far. Same thing, Mori, you're a gay Jew. Like how far back do you think you're gonna go before you don't make it to Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you yeah. can't go like right now is the best time. You are currently living in the greatest time in the history of the world to be a gay Jew. Well, I would go back to the seventies. You would.
2: New, 70s in New York, yes. Right. Why? Yeah. Because of all the sex that you want to have? Well, I just to live, like, I, I study so much of that, like Andy Warhol and everything. it's right. so cool to just hang out in in the, his, you know, factory or whatever. Right, but then what happens when HIV shows up? Oh, I'll be gone. You'll be gone. I'll come back to now. You can't. Oh. You would have to live through that. Oh, geez, that's tough. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So still the Roaring Twenties. Yeah, we're back to the <laughs> Roaring Twenties. I'll just wear a
4: disguise. Uh, here's a question from Lisa M. What's your favorite thing to do in snow? Oh, yeah. pee in the snow. Have you uh, pee in the snow?
5: Yeah, I pee in the snow all the time. Also, more, I find it weird that as a Jew, you want to go back and live in a time before World War II.
2: Right. I know. I, I mean, it just that you period
5: would, seems good. Yeah, skipping but, the '40s would be fabulous. But you would, you would be like, if you grew up, say, if you were 15 in the '20s. Right? You'd be like, I don't know, man. Why would you want to live through that? Well, it just looks good in pictures. Yeah, but you want to go back and live for like a decade, but you have to think, you're going to grow old in that. Yeah. So you will then live through the 30s and the 40s.
2: No, yeah, but then don't forget, I changed my mind and I want to go back to just pre-AIDS. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what's your favorite thing to do oh, in the snow? Also, tobogganing. Have you ever taken Roxy or cruise yeah, we tobogganing.
4: Love,
5: we love tobogganing. Um, no, we
4: haven't done the uh, go down a hill yet. We have no? uh, uh, a toboggan. Have you gone up a hill.
5: Come on, Maury. No, we've pulled them around
4: here, in a sled like in the backyard. Yeah, we yeah, just yeah. haven't gone because uh, uh, every time oh, we you
5: haven't, huh?
4: Because last year, every time I would pull him on the sled, yeah. he didn't have like a sense of balance, and he always just like, rolled right <laughs> off. <laughs> so, so, that's why you,
5: that's why you put him in so much padding. I know. <laughs> so I think
4: I think this year, because yeah. he's two and a half, I think this is going to be the year this is where we uh, yep. find a hill and and scoot down. Um, I always just love snowballs, like just throwing snowballs at the dog or throwing snowballs at Cruz when he's in yeah, that big Puffy, no, it's true. Now in you're puffy right. snowsuit. And yep. then they, uh, you know, the dog always when I. Toss it up in the air. He jumps up and he tries to bite it. And Cruz, yep. with his big thick mitts on, tries to make a snowball. The best. Just Am I missing that.
2: out? I've never had snowballs thrown at me. How was that possible? I've never had, had thrown. No, with your friends or no. like no. with your dad growing no. up. Like, no, I mean my dad and, like. and I we grew up in apartments and stuff. But you were in, but in but the you city. bullied mercilessly though in school. No, I wasn't. <laughs> oh, I just assumed. <laughs> um, I always hung out in the, the the back hill with all this. The, but uh, nobody cool ever
5: threw a snowball at you. No, your old man never threw a snowball at you. No, like, just walking down the street. No, but never. even like my you and Matthew, threw, like no.
4: uh, during the time when you were dating before you got married, like, like walking down the, the street. No. Yeah, no, You'd never go to a park. No, no.
5: no. Oh. So, but also, you've never then been hit in the face with a snowball that oh, hurt like hell, God. and then all the snow ran down inside your coat. Yeah, that's all. No, word. never. That's fortunate then. Yeah, You're fortunate.
2: Okay, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, I mean the one thing you got to keep in mind with Cruz when you do the toboggan and you go down, he's just going to immediately say again and again and again and again. Oh, You're going to have to keep that's going. What happens? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah.
5: And I then mean, you just say these two. You just say hills close.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Truth, <laughs> they just close. Right. It. Oh, we got to go home. Yeah, yeah.
5: See that hill? No, we can't do that. That hill's for <laughs> birthday parties only. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and it's not your birthday. So. <laughs>
4: Every week we post on Instagram, at kiss925, ask Rosamoka. Uh, feel free to ask uh, as many questions as you want, and we will try oh. our very best to, to get through a bunch. Yes, Can we do work. one more
2: from Celeste? How much sex in a week is too much sex? Too so, much? You tell us, Maury. Yeah. I'd say once a week is fine. <laughs> but what's too much? Too much? Twice a week. Really? You've yeah. never had too much, though. No, I've never had too much. No. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Thanks for listening to the Raz and Mocha Show podcast.
1: Powered by Air Transat. Catch the guys live.
0: Weekday mornings from 6 to 10.
1: On KISS 92.5.
0: KISS 92.5.com.
1: Or download the KISS 92.5 app.